millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Friends with benefits. Friends. We got the friends with benefits. We got the friends. Friends. weird because this was take two now. I know, don't tell them. We're oh. so new and fresh oh, and original. Fresh. We're fresh. Imagine nah. if we had recorded like an hour and a half of a podcast and we're like... <clears throat> there was, yeah, there was a sound that was like... <clears throat> like a plastic bag with like heaps of wigs in it and just going... <clears throat> which is not what you're supposed to do with wigs, P.S. Um, don't put wigs in a plastic bag. It's an incorrect time. Who it's an incorrect... Where did you learn this? Because did someone yell it? Was it Ruby? Yeah, yelled? Ruby yelled at me. She just Ruby came slippers. over here one day. No, it was at was a like, gig. Natasha! Yeah, it was. It, it was at a gig. Bitch. It was at a gig. And she was like, why is your wig still in the plastic bag that it came in? And I was like, because it was from China and it was cheap and I didn't have anywhere else to put it. She's like, get a wig head, wrap it up in some silk, be better. And I was like, okay. like Ruby slippers, can I just say, you need to calm down. Nah, look, okay? I appreciated it. I did no. appreciate it. I put everything in a goddamn plastic. You know the things that you get bed sheets in, like the little yeah, the yeah. press stud things. That, yeah, everything goes in those. I put everything in those. Smart. Yeah, right. Oh, Thank so you. those. Th- ah, okay. Yeah. So now I just wrap my wigs up in a headscarf because oh, I usually smart. just like have a headscarf on. Yeah. And so then I'm just like put it in there when I'm like drunk and like get home and I've sat on my couch and I'm putting my eyelashes like on, on a, a TV clock. on a clock. Currently I mean, on a clock, yep. uh, on my mirror, um, on the front on the door, cat. on the cat, all, on Kev. Well, then there was that time that my cat ate my eyelashes. That's Remember unfortunate. That? Did you? Oh, it was a minute ago though, right? Yeah. I yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I just like put it up on my Facebook. I was like, is it bad if a cat eats eyelashes? Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. And I everyone was like, um, what are you doing to your cats? And I was like, I didn't mean it. wasn't it. me. Just, I'm asking for a friend. I was just waiting. And then your the Uber came and then I... <laughs> Not the Uber, sorry, the Uber Eats, obviously. And then I went I to the door. I because I knew what you meant. Yeah, yep. exactly. And then I went to the door and I came back to the couch where I was and I was like, one of my eyelashes are missing. And then Why just, would they just be like, fuck, mum's gone. It's time to tuck in. Well, nah, they were both sat next to me either side. Like, it was real cute. Like, when I'm really drunk late at night, I mean, I think they do that. I probably just make it up. Um, but, like, they just get passed like, out on the belt. Yeah. You're not even in I'm here. not even home. You're actually in the next doors. <laughs> They're like, oh, Tash again. They're like, oh, great. 507 girl, come on this way. Fucking hell. Um, no, they sit next to me late at night because it's like an unexpected surprise in their little lives. And they're just like, hello, what are you doing what here at night time? Um, and then, yeah, and then I always order Uber uh, Eats mm-hmm. and then I take off my eyelashes mm-hmm. and I have usually like some makeup wipes on the side table uh-huh. next to like where the couch is and then I probably have some Hydrolyte and I have two Panadol. You've got to be prepared. It's hey, important. It's a thing. It's a we thing. spoke about we this. We did. We did. Recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. hot tips, babes. Hot tips. Hot tips everywhere. That's it. Hot tips. And so then I try and put my eyelashes somewhere that I'm going to remember because most of the time I'll be doing a show the next day or something and I'm yeah. like, okay, I need to not lose these because they're expensive. 
expensive. So you put them on a clock. I put them on a clock this week. Yeah. Um, but I try and change them. But you didn't up. lose them. I didn't lose because them. Because now all we're talking about is the fucking clock lash. You're welcome. Sounds like I can say so, cock lash. That's a bit weird, isn't so it? So anyway, yeah, I left them cock there. Lash. I left them on top of my headscarf with my, like, extensions, like, wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. And then I went to get the Uber and then I came back and there was only one set of eyel- one eyelash left. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then Arisa was just, like, looking shitty? at me. Um, they're like, we've done something. No, they weren't um, super expensive. Like, if they were 301s, I'd be a bit more concerned, but they were, like, mid-range of that. So I was like, okay, oh, that's, you're like, that's fine. You're, your cheeky chemist warehouse price line. Correct. They like were, like, running, not running the Kmart, out. but yeah. they were, like, yeah. the next yeah. left, you know? Like, they, they were the ones like, where you had, like, half an hour, not, like, five in. Correct. But you're like, you know what? I might pop in. I'm going to just, just gonna see, see if the Ashleys are available <laughs> in the model rock. <laughs> They are the best. Model What's, Rock is so Is it Model good. Rock? You know the ones that are fucking at Chemist Warehouse in the like green blacky yeah, yeah, yeah. black maybe packet and they have all the dumb names? Yeah. It's like the Jessica, the Marilyn, mm-hmm. the yeah. Is it Model Rock? No, Model Rock's the other brand that was at um, Makeup.net. Yes, that's another makeup brand. What are the ones from? If you know the name, please call in please. on the number. Are you going to give out your mobile number, are you? I so can't actually remember it. Hey. <laughs> um, what have you been doing? What gigs have been happening? What's bits bits? Um, I'm not sure. What day is it? <laughs> we had the show. We had friends with. Benefits. I'm not kidding. I did not know just then. Yeah, that's I right. was sick. It was a whole thing. So I got told from the doc that I had the to doc. the doc mm-hmm. that I had to um, stay home. It was cooked. Yeah, I got bored. Yeah, you know, like my whole life is me being like, oh, I want to fucking do. Is staying home on the couch. Just one day I need some time to myself. I just want to watch fucking Family Guy for like 48 hours, like without even sleeping. I don't even fuck. One and day I, in? One day in, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any administration work and I can uh, <laughs> You're like, hi, Tash, um, what are you doing? I'm Literally. like, I'm at work. And you were like, yeah, but what? what yeah, but like, what, what, what about after What's... it? Or do you want to come over? Or? I was like, we're doing the show. You're like, yeah, but just come over and do just makeup come... together. It'd be really but nice. But you came. I did come. And it was great. Yeah, well. We ate nuggets. Yeah. Remember the floor nuggets? Did you get a refund for I that? I did get a refund. Fucked. So we got free nuggets. Oh, we got free nuggets. Yeah. And I ate the bowl of floor food. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually why I was sick. That's was no, you were already <laughs> sick. No. I was just like, oh, we'll give it to her. Just feed it. Over. I just you picked know, it up like, and I was like, well, that's where I belong. So. We basically got Uber Eats, uh, a drink spilled all in the Uber Eats, and then the bottom in of the, the bag. bag. <sighs> yeah, and so the Uber Eats bag was fine, but then the actual Macca's bag was not fine. I like fine. triumphantly held it up, being like Natasha, <laughs> and then it literally. I we were both like, oh, and then it just went oh, on the floor, and I went. I just ate floor nugs. Yeah, but there was still like another large chips and nugs in the bag, and I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna take these ones." And you just ate them. Honestly, ones on tasted the, the same. Tasted the same. We had washed that floor like three days prior. You could floorboards. It's fine. Yeah, no, I understand. Except yeah. I have cats, so that's just never the case. Question: No, nah, nah. you brought 100%. out cheese tonight for the podcast, and literally the first bit of cheese you ate had a cat hair on it. Yeah, that's yeah. the time that I haven't had before. I was just like. <laughs> You know, and you're like, that. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. Nah. But yeah, no, we had the show. We had the show. We had the show. We had friends with benefits. <laughs> Betty did the opening song of friends. the podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good impersonation. I'm actually really proud of you Thank right you. now. I've actually been working on it for weeks. Wow. Um, Maybe we're going to sing, <laughs> <laughs> sing it at your wedding. Sing it at your wedding. No announcement. I'll just stand up mid-meal and go, I got the friends with 
no, ding, 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 ding. And then just like pulls out a microphone. You're like, excuse out me? Out of nowhere. I've got something to say. I like to say something. <laughs> Inside jokes are great when yeah. you're recording this them. This is all going to get cut. Uh, 100%. <laughs> should we just start again? Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, third time lucky. Third time show. Yeah. That's it. No, we had the show. It was great. It was Friends great. with Benefits. The show. The show. Three Night Run, Butterfly Club. Bam, bam, bam. What a stunning time. We got very drunk on Friday. Yeah, and I also got drunk on Thursday and I also got drunk on Saturday. Do I did it. Saturday? I don't. We got cooked on Saturday. Yeah. But then we were out for so long, I sobered up. Yep. I literally got home yep. and I was like, well, that was quite a stunning yeah, evening. No, it was uh, great. Maybe I'll have we a We did tea. a dance, though. I think a dance really helps in that situation. I was so sore on Monday I from the dance. dance. Oh, oh, well, apart from the job that I was doing. Oh, yeah. No, I Jack do... and I danced for probably a good hour and a half. Where did you um, whirl? We just whirled on the dance floor, you know. What, uh, That's where you dance usually, <laughs> just in the dance floor. But which is one? something you've tried before, dancing? Is it new? Um, yeah, yeah, it's oh, a new good. thing that they're yeah. trying. Um, uh-huh. the, the gays are trying it out for the first time. They've not done it much. Yeah. No, yeah, circuit. Mm, definitely no dancing Oh, I would there. never. No, not even a little it's bit. very civil place. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> really fun. It was really fun. It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we did Friends with the Benefit of the Show. We had a number of wonderful people Who come be on the show. We had Alex Deportius. We had Dolly Diamond. We had Vivian Fontaine. <gasps> we had Jacqueline Mifsud. And we also had... Speaking of segues. Speaking of segues. <laughs> no one was, but seek, seeking... See? See? Seeking of spedway. Yes. Um, also, just um, a little little quick note. Um, usually, um, Betty has to drive when we do these podcasts, but tonight she doesn't have to drive home. But you better believe so... I'm getting that all over the ten percent <laughs> off. Like shit. So just just happening. just a mental note. Uh, if things are a little bit different to usual, it's because we're both drunk for once rather than just one of us. Seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and uh, and the la- uh, sorry, also Blin Hannah Reed. Uh, but the last oh. guest that I haven't who announced. Who was it? Who could it be? Who could it Do we be? Know? Oh, what? what? Oh, my what? God. Guests? A guest? She, oh. Shit. Oh, they must I'm be here with t- us right now. Friends, she friends, is a goddamn friends, amazing friends, comedian. Friends, She's a cabaret friends, performer. Friends, She's a drag queen. We love her. Give it up for the one, the only charity work. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you, my darling? Hi, honey. Cool. I'm so excited to be here, although I'm a little bit sad that you didn't segue into my section when you were talking about cock lashes. I thought that was sort of You know natural. what? I did think about it. That's yeah. I thought this is the perfect time. Yeah. But there just wasn't enough of us at that point. True. So I really wanted to get that in. You're right. You're mm, right. Mm. It's Not important. Enough. It's important. Because re- we don't get enough airtime anywhere. <laughs> Haven't and they had enough? I, yeah. You know what? I think we should sit down, really, shouldn't we? We really should. We really should. Should we go? Yeah, all right. Just you you can just do the rest of the podcast. Is that cool? Yeah, like, I'm fine with that. You're fine with that? Great, yeah. great, 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 great. How have you been, my love? What have you been up to? I've, I've been having a great time. I mean, we just did Friends with Benefits, yes. which was hilarical. Stunning. Hilarical. I loved it. It was so much fun being at the Butt Club and hanging out with friends. If you don't know what the Butt Club is, that is um, where you go and have... No, uh, that <laughs> That is the venue that bought us. That's charity. We didn't house. have a show. It's at four twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Just a charity's house. Um, it's the Butterfly Club in uh, Carson. Uh-huh. There we go. Just thought I made it up. Just off Little. How Queen long Street. has it been now? What twenty thousand years? Yeah. Carson. Yeah, you were there probably about forty-eight hours. It's ago. like one over yeah. from um, Dame. 
problematic Edna yeah, Lane. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it just is. Just one over. That's true. And That's every time I walk enough. past it, I'm like, why do you get a cute sign in the butterfly club? Yeah. Like, doesn't. Like, like, sign. That's still like, the sign. Oh, we are, like, actually know. more genuinely queer and inclusive at the butterfly club than Dame ever like, is. You don't so even blah. know. Like, just because you have a big wig. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, Friends with Benefits, and uh, I see that you've just announced your International Melbourne Comedy Festival. What? Yeah. Oh, thank you for the plug. How unexpected. Oh, my God. Who would have thought? We're doing a podcast with performers. Yes. Who knew? Who knew? So I have, yes, I have started to unveil that I'm doing my debut solo show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Um, It's called Drama Queen. Um, And it's all about my life as a comedian and theatre maker. Yeah. Oh, it's a very dark. It's a think piece. It's It's mostly in black. It's about being a white, straight male Mm. in Um, this house. But also a little bit about me and my life. (laughs) Just a smooch. Yeah, yeah. Just a little tiny bit about you. I guess I'm in there somewhere. I mean, look. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Where's it happening? I'm doing it at Hobart. Brisbane, then Melbourne, then Sydney. All right, yeah. sure. Come yeah, it's two of plans. <laughs> that's so great. So that's at all the comedy festivals. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be good. I'm pumped. Um, for Brisbane and Sydney, I, I did a um, brief little stint there um, this year, yes. earlier this year. So next year will be my second time there. And even though I did Comedy Fest this year, I was part of a lineup show. So mm-hmm. this is sort of my first solo foray for Melbourne. Breaking free. Exactly. <gasps> um, spotlight all on me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Obviously, um, at all times. I mean, I can't believe you as charity really were going to, sh- you know, share the spotlight with, yeah. what was it, like it was, six other people oh, or something on the very lineup? Very gracious. Rude. Oh, very gracious. <laughs> very gracious. That's yeah, what the yeah. review was. <laughs> yeah. Very gracious. <laughs> She, she, she let them have a time. Presence. Oh, <laughs> soul, very gracious. She well, I am them. all about charity. Like, you know, I, I mean, give, I'm a queen for the people. Like, it Exactly. Is, by the people, yeah. for the people, Someone's in exactly. and around in, the people. Yeah. yeah okay. Received by the people. Very well. <laughs> At a very oh good discount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very good discount. That's just for free. A very good discount. So, so solo show, solo show, so exciting. What made you break free? What, what was the? I've been sort of I've been wanting to do this for a while. Like mm. I've done a lot of sketch comedy and music theater in my past, and drag has also been a huge like hobby and love of mine. And it's just in the past kind of like year or so that I've decided like I should combine the two. Like Amazing. I don't know why I'm. So it's like a new gem yeah. to to really bring all of those bits together. Exactly. So I'm. I've been doing this for so long, yeah. but never in this particular way. And it once I kind cool. of dived in and threw it all together, I was like, I should have been doing this from oh, the start. This is great. Set. Whoa. Hang on a second. Oh, so much fucking sense. Because there aren't a lot of people that sort of consider themselves as stand-ups that are in drag. Like there's there's people like Hans and there's people like um, Dolly Diamond, mm-hmm. um, but they both firmly sort of wedge themselves in the cabaret world. Absolutely. So I don't really know of any other there's drag like queens in comedy queen. In comedy, yeah. Uh, title. But or that's still yeah, in drag you know, land, right? Like very not that. Yeah. You're very firmly in, you know, Actual comedy stand-up world. Like, that's... Yeah, I, I found that... Because we, we met during... Um, we were both doing Trades Hall last year. Um, right. For... This year, sorry. For Comedy Festival. And you were on the, like, random lineup, whatever it was. The Comedy night. Zone? No, the night where we had to all go to... Um, Festival? And do the video thing. 
at like um, in Collingwood somewhere, and it was like oh the, yes, and they were doing the like featurettes, yeah, for the trade hall performance, and I, that was the first time I'd seen you perform, and oh. I was like, bitch, like yes, that is the <laughs> bitch. <laughs> You're yeah, not yeah. terrible. That is my like. That is the. Prime audience member, just like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, because for me, like I, like I always really struggle. We were talking about this before we started the podcast, but like I always really struggle with the fact that like I'm. Like, if I ever go on a comedy, like a stand-up comedy lineup, I'm always the one with way more makeup than anyone else. Mm. I'm always way too overdressed. It's very distracting. It's very distracting. It's very distracting. Very distracting. Very Um, distracting. I might write it on the internet, actually. Please do not. I mean, oh, sorry. It's already somewhere. It's already on there. It's already on there. Sorry, I got confused. Anyway, keep going, keep going. And so then when I got to that dressing room and you were there, and I was like, oh, I'm fine. Oh, don't worry. Like, I was like, crack, crack, crack. I'm casual by standards. I was like, girl, yes, all right, fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine up in jeans and runners I mean yeah. <laughs> I would just love that did, one day honestly. like charity like the whole deal like yeah. with the wig and My the makeup but then just in a stand up yeah. stand up comedian's outfit which is just <gasps> jeans and a t-shirt right like that is that's the uniform either like a t-shirt or a jazzy shirt or like, like a comedy festival shirt that they've been given at some stage, like a New Zealand comedy festival shirt or a Brisbane from like comedy four f- years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. From and maybe like they've up. still got their lanyard on because, like, oh, we're at a festival. You should yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, I feel like sure. if Gaga can wear trackies mm-hmm. um, and people are like, she's so brave, then like, you know, there's <laughs> a future for us all. <laughs> Is that a thing that happened? Yes. People, she's she was so wearing trackies. Brave. People were like, look at her. Like, she's not wearing an egg. She's not wearing like, you know. <laughs> She's like not wearing sparkles. a meat costume. She's, She's in functional, She's like, so you know, day She's wear. She's got normal shoes on that aren't modern hair. She's got a yeah. up polar fleece on and she is so brave. So after Drama Queen, then it just needs to be, like, regular Yeah, girl. exactly. Like, that's it's the just, next show. It's going to plummet immediately. <laughs> like, after Drama Queen, it's just me back into slacks. So <laughs> incredible. Absolutely I incredible. I love it. I love it. And have you found, like... Um, any, I guess, like apprehension to the whole like drag queen stand up situation? Like, do people go like, "Oh no, love, like the drag clubs down the road, you're in the wrong place." You can't like, do does that, both. What? Does, yeah, does that has have you encountered any issues with that? Definitely, like yeah. not mm. like in not in terms of like people like having a problem with it, but I do find that people very quickly box me in as yeah. Oh, you're a drag queen. I understand what that is, and that's a host that's mentality, or yeah. that's a cabaret or theater sort of yep. like creature, rather than someone who I legitimately see as a comedian. Mm-hmm. And like, in my opinion, you know, drag queens are comedians. Oh, like, it's oh my God, you know, like you have to be a 100%. funny person. And it seems bizarre to me that uh, drag queens are kind of categorized as this kind of like creature of the underworld rather than legitimate stand-ups. Mm-hmm. And so, I was very conscious when I was starting, which is, you know, only recently, so, mm-hmm. um, of really driving at home that's like, I'm a stand-up first, I'm a drag mm-hmm. queen second, I want yeah. you to see me this way, I yeah. want to let my comedy speak for itself and, you know, how I'm performing and the way that I look is just secondary to, you know, the jokes that I'm telling. Yeah. So I have had to work sort of, I find, double as hard to really market myself mm. as a stand-up and try and pick the right gigs and paint myself the right way, but... Hopefully it's kind of all coming together for me and, you know, with the 
comedy festivals that are coming up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got such an incredible team behind you already. Like you're, you're being produced by Hot Mess Productions and your director this year for the comedy festival is none other than Claire Hooper. I I know, right? Who gave me the right? Girl, you're going to be fine. How (laughs) dare you? Oh, get out of here. Cut the podcast. That's it. We're done. We're done. (laughs) done. Doesn't need any more help. Let's get out of here. No, that's brilliant. That's fantastic. Like you've got that wonderful team behind you as well and you've got such a unique uh, brand kind of direction that's coming from there. I I question though, like you say that obviously you're a stand-up first and you just happen to look stunning at the same time. Why do you think that's not more of a thing? Why do you think that there aren't people, either queens or comedians or whatever, that identify Mm. that way? Why is everyone a queen, you're either a fishy queen or a bucking and kicking queen or you're a comedy queen, why can't you just be a comedian? Mm. Well, I mean, definitely a factor is things like Drag Race, which have just, you know, Mm -hmm. skyrocketed the attention on drag. Like, it is now the zeitgeist. Like, everyone's kind of conscious of drag now and it's cool yeah. um, which has changed the game so there are a lot of newbies entering the drag scene um, who have you know watched the show and that kind of stuff Just emulating but what they see exactly yeah. but not necessarily having come up from the theatre world yeah. ha- having been performers themselves so I find that like if you are someone who has a very strong background in comedy yeah. in theatre that you are already off to a good start because in that zone yeah yeah and yeah. that and that's definitely my history like i mm. i don't have a lot of a sort of i don't perform a lot like in the kind of club world of drag mm-hmm. and i've always worked as a comedian or as a theater maker um first and foremost so um i just have tried to kind of pick gigs that suit that and of course, it just yeah. sort of so happened that i kind of Fell into comedy and then I was like, oh, this is what I love and this is what I want to pursue. This is my jam. So the the dragon stuff came first, or the the comedy came first, or was it kind of just it like kind a of natural at the same time? Yeah, cool. like it was sort of like towards the end of school because I went to a very like very Catholic conservative private boys. Of course, schools. that's where every drag queen yeah, comes exactly. from. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's <laughs> where I came I mean. from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> private all girls school. Yeah, it was like made sense and Very distracting. In a lot of our, like, theatre classes, it was like we needed boys to play female roles. And of course. Sort yeah. of, I sort sure. of started to do that more and more because yeah. none of the other boys wanted to do it and that's how I got my start doing that and I yeah. loved it. Mm. And I was taken seriously mm. in doing that and people were like, oh, you're a really good performer. And I was like, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can do it in either gender. Oh, my bitch. God, I fucking love that yeah. shit. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. It so, felt like them catching up. Girl, yeah. Oh, 100%. It's very much them catching up, being like, whoa, that was great. Mm. Like, no fucking shit, dickhead. Yeah. 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 We, we had that the other day after Friends with Benefits uh, and the same when? person. What time? The same person came up to both of us and one of them was like, oh, wow, you can really sing. And I was like... Yeah, that's oh, that twat. That's oh, my yeah. job. So yeah. I also went to the conservatory of music for three years, and I'm a professional singer. But th- thank you. I was like, I actually don't even think I said thank you. I was like, yeah, that's my job. And they were like, oh, like I don't mind if you come up to me and say you're an amazing singer, or that was great, or that's the best I've Absolutely. ever heard you sing, or whatever. That's but when lovely. it's like you can actually sing, it's like they're shocked. I'm like. No, 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 no. It's like I'm sure you would get people all the time of like, you're oh, you're a drag queen. Really, yeah. really funny. funny. Yeah, you're yeah. actually hilarious. Yeah, I do get that. I think people sort of expect when I step out that it's all going to be comedy about 
either drag or mm. very like catty, bitchy kind but, of comedy. Yeah. yeah. And then I end up talking about through. the fact that, you know, like, like I just talk about my family or I talk about my, my friends and experiences and it's much more like domestic and down to earth. Mm-hmm. And people are kind of, um, for a moment, they're sort of like, oh, this is not what I had categorized Something you as. different. Yeah. What? And yeah. they see the sort of man underneath it all and... Yeah. Mm that's exciting to them and they find that fun and like mm. they're sort of like oh i didn't realize you were going to actually tell human stories i thought you were going to be a character um yeah and so i like playing with that sort of facade of it all yeah it's a fun little twist on i guess um well the this kind of common drag that we would see common sounded really Com- mean just like <laughs> the, the common i mean not this only everyday kind of drag the um well yes that that you know well, you see the, around the stereotyp- what stereotype that sounds mean that's too. what I mean. it's really hard. I'm, it's like uh, the the the, the pr- current pr- drag current current yes, drag current is good. i feel like is an appropriate term that it's it's mostly somebody playing a character yes. that's your drag character so that's really would be you're actually really refreshingly funny no um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic to see like you've got the full kind of you know paint on but then mm. hey what's up and tell you some stories about some stuff. Exactly. And I feel I like, like that. the paint is, like, putting on Geish is mm. kind of what gives me the permission to be a bit more carefree and a bit mm-hmm. more vulnerable. Absolutely. I 100% I, That little agree. gateway yes. through. I mean, you 100%. Like both of you, actually, you are, like, what you do is drag. Yeah. And, like, yeah. we do it because it's, like, I think even though we are, you know, big performers, a lot of us are sort of introverted or kind of sentimental yeah. people. Of and course. we need that veil just a little bit of a protective yeah. mechanism, like whether it's, you know, it's 18 layers of makeup. <laughs> if it's an entire 17,000 wigs, exactly. I mean, look, it's not. Two cats to cry to every night. I mean, I don't know. But don't you find that that makes you more honest? Oh, like, 100%. That having all, in a sense, all of that fakery on, you suddenly become more real. Like, I always think about that. It's very that. It's very... It's giving, I mean, maybe not so much anymore because it's, uh, for myself personally, because it's very, um, it's been so long kind yeah. of thing, but it was permission to be the person that I was like, yes, living for me. This is what I, yeah. this is how I am. And you put that kind of paint on and you're like, great. It's yeah. Shall we? <laughs> we shall. It's like war paint though. It like, is like it, war it paint. It is that. And, you're, and you're like, you know, me like this with this amount of glitter, with these eyelashes, feeling the way that I do is... <laughs> Not only very, very distracting, distracting. <laughs> and gorgeous, um, but it, it, it makes you erotic. Oh, yes. No, it makes mm. you feel like you're you're a superhero. It's like when superheroes put on their masks. Yeah. It's exactly like the, the same thing. Just a tiny, just eye the mask. tiny eye mask. And it no one can recognize you. Oh. Yes, your yeah. disguise. Um, but it kind of is. And and I I actually like have always thought of it as like a mask to then like be more brave. But actually, like yeah, when when I am in my like cabaret persona and on stage and whatnot i am a lot more vulnerable because i'm like oh well i can't get her as this character yeah. like i can walk off stage and then it's yes. done and, and then you over. take it off at the end of the night yeah that's it whereas me as a human like i i think like when i was sort of like toying with the idea of like oh maybe i'm more like stand up or comedy than i am cabaret like maybe i should try and get into more like trying to do stand-up gigs and i i did like a couple like five minutes like nothing massive but and i was like oh i'll you know just have my normal hair and i'll just mm. like wear some jeans and like a blazer though oh, so no. don't worry a blazer? And, like i a just blazer. i just wasn't funny like I wasn't on I was I just couldn't feel like I was like hitting it because I just didn't so have that Tash York that's, that's not exactly that's it yeah, yeah. and so yeah it's, that just like really struck me just then when you're like you can be more vulnerable as that as mm. well is because like 
you're not as scared to fuck up because you're like, well, this is me, bitch. Like, bring yeah, it, you know? Like, it still is us. Like, we're, of course. it's not like we're we're faking the personality. That part of it no. is all authenticity, and that's the truth yep. of us as performers. But I think that like it just helps when you're, especially when you're new and you're kind of like not saying you guys are new, but like for me, it's like it, it's helping to kind of unlock that. Mm-hmm part of myself that I really want to put up on the stage, mm-hmm. but like yeah. I've just got that little bit of reticence about, and I need that kind of permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something about doing charity kind of. It's like that little c- put onto stage, like yes. little push in the back and just be like, all right, I'm going. All yeah. right. It's yeah. like when you're going on a night out and you like, you're like this outfit fucking kills, I right? Like you're like, I look amazing. fucking fire. Like you mean you every guys. day? I mean Me. every fucking day. Yes. But I remember like <laughs> being in Brisbane and like not having any money and being single as fuck and being like, you know, some weekends you'd go out and be like, yeah, I'm just wearing this because my tits look good in it, but I know this isn't the most fire I could look. And then there'd be some nights where you're like, I am going to actually like just hook up with everyone because I look amazing. Like I look incredible. Like that's what's up. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was so Queensland, wasn't it? That it was, was just like 100%. You just showed yeah, like, yeah. And I'm transported. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You're Brisbane no, trash, but it's fine. I, I love you. really am. Um, <laughs> I, really, I am. really am. No, you really am. No, but it, I don't know. There's just like, like those times where you just literally feel hot and invincible. Yeah. And it's the same I feel now that like I'm like, cool. Like I know exactly what I like makeup and whatever and things the realm of what I can wear and I, you know, have different costumes and stuff now, but, like, essentially they're all part of the same sort of, like, style and, you know, genre We've and got, whatnot. As much as I hate to say the fucking word, you've got a brand. Yeah. yeah. God, I hate that word so much because it it's this weird, like, mm-hmm. barcode packaging. I don't know. But it's a thing. Like, when I put on Betty face, like, most of the days, like, right now I have no makeup mm-hmm. on. I go to work. I wash my hair and I'm like, I'm pretty. I you know, I've got it wash. together. Like, I did wash my hair this yeah. morning. So I was going to say, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Oh, my God, thank what you. I just coloured it recently. Stop it. Is you it love a blue like someone, I love your hair. What did you do? And they're like, I washed, washed it. it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you used to do that more often. Do you know how many times people Never say that to me? me? They go, your hair looks amazing. I'm like, I just washed it. I had someone today at work, they were like, I love your hair. What'd you do? And I said, I didn't wash it. Oh. I didn't shower this morning. Oh. Yeah. That Maybe like today. a bit more vol, a bit more tussle. Yeah. It, just, mm. it is a good tussle though. It looks oh, great. great tussle. Looks fab. Great vols. Great vols. It's, it's got It looks got like you have that powder, you know, that, <laughs> and then you go texture, texture, Yeah, texture. no, Kev uses that. It's really expensive, but he's like, it's really worth it's it. So I'm like, I understand, Sorry, babe, you just, yep, you, you do you. It doesn't uh, work in long hair. I just want you to. No, yeah, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't work in long hair. Sorry, Kev, I used some of it. I, Sorry, I tried it for my uh, pin curl. I was like, oh, I need a bit more volume. <laughs> no, back home and spray, back home I and know, spray. But I didn't have hairspray, so that's what I was trying. Was it a little bit flaccid? Just, it, just you know when your hair's too else. clean and it's a bit flaccid yeah. and you're like, oh, uh, just a bit flaccid? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a bit flaccid? Yeah. Well, you know, that's what, a bit flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's no. Um, I I think that that's a wonderful little sentence of I can't quite remember how you put it because the wine's really yeah. kicking in and I'm allergic. Um, <laughs> but you're a little bit red. A little oh, bit. just you wait. Yeah. Shit, like rosé, rosé. Yeah, yeah. Like, you become the rose. it's a whole thing. I'm allergic, Did, but I'm like drink? I just Ooh, love girl. a little summer bev. Um, no, it's a thing. It's like you become. Sort of that more vulnerable person with that mask, but not mask. It's like the the mm. window into you. When I put on Betty, I'm like, shut the fuck up. 
yeah. shut up everyone. <laughs> and slowly, like, the gap between the, like, performer self and, mm-hmm. like, the truest self becomes smaller and smaller, I find. Like, Sometimes the more that... that's where the issue <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a bit too revealing. Sometimes you're like, go the other way. Go back to you, not the performer. Go back to you. Go yeah, back to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, I, I understand. I, as they cross over, like, especially in stand-up, I'm finding that, like, what attracts people, like, people want to see someone that they can relate to. Of course. And yeah. drag in inherently is, like, there is a sort of, like, one extra hurdle for people to get over, which yeah. is that they're like, oh, but I don't know if it's real. Like, are you mm. pretending? Are these stories true? Because, yeah. because you look so pretend, so I don't know whether I should take you seriously. Everything and so pretend. Totally. I find that, like, the more that I'm doing it, the... The sort of the closer that sort of Charity and Charlie are becoming like a, and that there's not really like much difference anymore. The Venn diagram. Exactly. Uh, you're existing oh, more in that. Visual. Visual. Yeah. That more Venn diagram is really happening for you. Yeah. Mm. No, that's the thing. That I, I 100% agree. And it's funny because, you know, I've been around this biz uh, quite a few years now. Oh, right. Oh, and it's right. funny when you see... You know, the gap does close between the I've got this wild character who would only wear red lipstick at night <laughs> and I am a something. Who wears you know, it at 3 p.m. now. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't know you could take it off anymore. It's crazy. Um, but you see that connect. It's really funny to see the person become the character more than the character and the person unite. Yeah. I always think that's a really fun thing. You learn real quick that that's not a sustainable way to live, but it's always really funny to witness that kind of it's coming in there coming in there and then somebody just becomes this yep. not a monster isn't the right word <laughs> uh, i call it a monster why did you look at me when you said like, that yeah. <laughs> why did you look at me when you said that oh uh, cuz <laughs> i've not bad eyesight oh, and god um, duh, we're terrible uh, no. i think we're done <laughs> yeah and uh charity's left thanks so much for coming <laughs> just like so like, there was not good enough wine for this shit. Yeah. Um, just edit me out. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Totally um, fine. I loved when uh, you and Zara just recently moved and mm-hmm. Zara was like, we do not have enough room for Betty as a human, Betty as a performer, mm. and me as Zara in the current apartment oh, we have that we live in. That yeah, live in the house. And I loved that she referred to y'all, like the whole household, as like three people that were it's living hilarious. in there. It's hilarious. She does it all the time. She's I like, actually there's like, you, there's Betty, there's me. Yeah. We need more space. Yep. And, like, like, fair, though. And then (laughs) I have a whole entire room with two wardrobes, a fuck... It's a whole situation. What have you been doing, that? I've been doing this for two years. It's the best thing. Like, I have two built-in robes. Yeah, I'm not two that, built-in. I'm One not of them fancy. is big enough to be a room. I yeah, get I in it. <laughs> You've seen it. I get in it and there's a light in there and I'm like, sorry, I'll just close the doors and I'll go <laughs> in here. It's like a whole shop situation. It's ridiculous. And now I'm still like, oh, I don't have enough space. Yeah. I'm going to put everything. I um, relate to that. We've got a, like, study at the back of our house. And I was just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to put a couple things there. I'm just going to put a bits, Just a bits and pieces. Just you know, just a few little subtle. I've got a hat. You know, just a glitter box and that's all. That's um, fine. And then, you know, slowly it grew. And oh, now, and then I was like, do you reckon we can take out the couch? Like, do you reckon we can remove <laughs> all the furniture and, and the lights? and just... if we stop? <laughs> Being in the house, yeah. Can we make this? I think that's fair. That's and I asked my yeah. housemate to move out um, to, yeah. to use his space. Yep. For, no, that's fair. Yeah, that I, is, I think that's more than fair. I think this I is. Mean, you could sleep on the couch on the balcony. 
this is also stunning right now at this very particular moment because um, normally we're in my second room, which is like my studio and my office or yeah. whatnot. And currently we are recording this podcast in my lounge. lounge room and my in, poor, dear, lovely, gorgeous fiance is literally just in our bedroom right yeah. now. Uh, just fever. being, just being like eating just his dinner out. on the on bed, bed because we are podcasting yeah. in the lounge room because it's the coolest room in the house. So shout but out to all of the partners out there that put fair, up with our shit. Oh my God. <laughs> so much. Like, Thank you. Thank you ever so. Thank you for letting us put us and our characters and our people. Please. Anyone that'll listen, we love you. (laughs) Too far? No? Accurate. Great. If anyone's got a spare room with Thank you to Josh for dropping me off and picking me up tonight so that I can get drunk and be my hilarious self. We love that for us. We We love Josh. We stand, Josh, Kev, Zara, we stand for you all. It's 100%. Ola more tonight. Ola. Specifically. Um, but that's okay. We stand for Ola. Um, we stand for 10% off. Charity, my love, I would like to know when has been a highlight of your career so far? When has been, like, the moment that you're like, fucking yes, bitch, this is what it's got to be. And it doesn't uh, need to be, like, the biggest gig that you've done. Oh, no. Maybe, like, a beautiful special moment or moment? something mm. that, you know, you've stood there and it's just given you, like, a beautiful smile uncontrollably. I have those moments all the time because I'm secretly a very emotional person. Oh, I reckon. Right. Wow, that was look at this some um, totes emotion uh, drunk podcast. I'm baby. drunk, I'm really. So yes, I shed a tear. That was beautiful. That was, <laughs> that's what we call yeah. acting. I didn't know this was a drama <gasps> podcast. Oh, oh, we've only got the best drama yeah, queen. Yeah. Anyway, back to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was great. No, that was great. Honey. No, that was great. Yeah. Worth it. Um, mm. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> You're like, actually, I do have to go. Actually, uh, he's out the front. Uh, what was your highlight? Maybe highlight. like most favoriteest, um, uh, highlightiest moment. Highlightiest. Yeah. Not with the the actual oh, yeah. makeup, but oh, an yeah. actual moment. I don't yeah, I have definitely. to wear highlighter. I've just got natural cheekbones out there. Oh, out right. the wazoo. Same baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so, same. <laughs> <laughs> don't we love having really different <laughs> I love having the same thing as everyone else yeah. too. Peer so, pressure. Does anyone need more rose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My highlight. All right. It was, I reckon. Mm. Probably last year when I was in the Melbourne Fringe, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was me doing my very first solo show and it was a very small affair. I was in literally the tiniest room in Fringe because I was late to apply and I was a no one at the time. And my show went like very well and I sort of got enough attention that like I got offered to do like an encore show. Love that. In a bigger venue. That's exciting. And for me at the time, this was like, this is sick. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, I was not anticipating having, like, any attendance. So having anything like that was just mind-blowing for me. Ooh, That's so fun. Some... We've got, got Batman just meowing in the yeah. background. Um, he's not having a good some time. Some pussy going, He's got some pussy. Batman. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting your story. Fucking Batman. Bloody pussies. He won't. He just wants. Don't work with children or animals. I can't. I can't really hear Drag it in queen. the headphones. I think it's all right, but it's fine. yeah, all right, cool. Do you want me to bring him to the mic? <laughs> he doesn't meow though. He just makes weird like he's kind of just like squawking at the door. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you got the attention unexpected. Yes, search. I got an encore, and it was very very cool. And I remember the night of that performance because it, we sold out that show as well. Yeah, and that's so exciting. Congrats. Thank yeah, you. That's really great. At, at the time, it was just like 
like yeah. nothing I'd ever experienced before. And I felt like a freaking rock star. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell and yeah. And, like, I've had, like, a lot of stuff happen from that gig and from that day. So um, I'm really appreciative for kind of having a start like that. And I don't know. It was just really exciting. And, and you were nominated for a comedy award for that th- season as well. Yes, I was. Thank you for plugging me. That's okay. I um, love that you're just bad. like, oh, that. Oh, yeah. that little thing. Oh, that little thing. sorry. That's just, you know, true. nominated for best comedy in the entire fringe. Oh. I mean, it's fine. All right. That's, That's so sensational on your first show, though. Like, yeah. that must feel incredible. Like It was cool. And it was that kind of moment that I was like, oh, I can get, I could get used to this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where mm-hmm. you were like, oh, I could really dedicate myself to this yeah so sort of since that point i was like i'm just gonna dive in i'm gonna do it yes that's the only way really yeah you've got to go all in give it a go see what happens it It might be terrible but it might be wonderful yeah that's super exciting like i always um we always talk about this because you know i'm a burlesque performer i put together numbers no one wants to see burlesque in my opinion for more than fucking five minutes so my numbers are short sharp fun acts go 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 vibes costumes whatever themes mm. and i always Reveals. it's wild oh i love a reveal <laughs> love a she loves a bit of cheeky chiffon i love as well. just a bit of a I mean. um showbiz tidbit um the other week at um <laughs> at friends with benefits mm. i loved betty watching your reverse reveal getting ready <laughs> In the dressing room, I was like, this is like watching the slowest I rewind. <laughs> that was like a 25-minute act. Yeah. Just like. Uh, it was great. Uh, I mean, it was quite latexy <laughs> a PVC situation where you had to just like throw that up your legs. Literally, like, no one else in the world would I do that three nights in a row for. You're welcome. Literally no one else in the world. It was sensational. It was when you're like, but I want that act, I was like, fuck. I just hadn't seen it yet. And do I you want it that much? Literally, she was like, I do. And I was like, all I'll right, that's Bad where, girl that's ballerina, that's what, what I wanted. On the stage that is the size of my hand. And you Wait. fucking nailed it. It was so oh, good. It happened. It definitely it did. happened. It was amazing. Everyone was like, oh, my God, that's oh, the best thing cute. ever. I couldn't come out into the audience because I was literally peeling PVC <laughs> off me. Like when you all were chatting, I was like, I'm just going to de-sweat. <laughs> my cost and my the whole Mate, stage. Mate, really, though is not a cute time. It's to wear cooked. On stage. Like it's that costume literally is like cooked. fucking bellissimo. But I literally, I think I'm thinner for it. Wild that people can sit down and write an hour's worth of content because an, if you spoke continuously for for an hour, that's what like of just a conversation with no breaks, no nothing. Everything's just ha <laughs> It's absurd. I can't. It's so wild. And to think like. You did your first season of Melbourne Fringe. Maybe, I don't know what your capacity was, like maybe 50 or 60 or something like that. That was generous. It was a very small room. <laughs> I think we were literally the smallest room in Fringe. It was like 20 seats. So it was just you. Yeah. Great. You saw that every <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You it was just and me your boss, and my immediate family. So it was just the tech and <laughs> yeah. you. And uh, right. your sausage but hey, dog. You sold out. But yeah. like 30 <laughs> seats a night. Yeah. 30 seats a night consistently so consistently for a brand new performer and a brand new kind of medium, if you will. And then you got asked to do an encore mm-hmm. shot and then sold that out. That to me is like... That's fucking the best. Fucking congrats because I I wouldn't know. I'd be like, Tosh, can you come do 25 minutes? I don't know how to feel. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I need to get in my second costume. Wait, wait. I'll just go get ready. Uh, intermission. Inter- yeah, intermission. Yeah. It's been 10 minutes. Intermission. I've got no idea. So it's wild. Uh, congratulations. I think that's amazing. Thanks. And like for anyone that's wanting to... For example, me that has no fucking idea. Like, what was your process of getting to the hour? Like, how 
were you just there being like, cool, I've got this down pat. I'm living for what I'm doing right now. I reckon you I've got watch a whole bunch of people. The short answer is I had and still have no fucking idea. <laughs> like, Correct. Like, legit. Yes. Like, like, I'm actually baffled that, like, it, like it's even a question. Because, like, I look at you guys and it's like, the, you are legends. Like, I'm surprised that you, like, would think of it that way. Because you've got all the tools in your toolkit, like, right now to do that. Like, I mean, I, I, I actually agree. Like, you, it would be, yeah. Realistically, you can speak and stuff as well. Like, you're funny. Yeah, like. but, like, realistically, let's have a think of how many people want to come for an hour of burlesque, essentially. But um, it doesn't have to just be burlesque. Like, yeah. it, of course. It's interesting to see the burlesque performer. Like, who are you? Absolutely. Which I've started to realise that even doing this yeah. podcast, people are like, you're funny and and nice. Fucking and nice. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and sometimes, and nice. all right. They're like, you're like a person. You're not a bitch. I'm like, that's <laughs> always been like That's oh, my favorite. You're funny. And nice. You know what I'm talking about? When you'll come over and be like, people are really scared of you. And I'm like, it's just because I don't have my glasses on and I'm squinting. That's all this is. I'm actually just like dying so much. <laughs> that's it. That's um, it. But the thing is, like, I don't know. I, I always say this to people like that. They've got an idea for a show. They've got an idea for an actor. They've got, you know, something. And I'm like, book a date. And they're like, what? I'm like, you're not going to do it until you book a date. Oh, hundred percent. What are you talking about? I was like, it Deadlines, can be, bitch. it can be yeah. like fucking six months in the future. It probably should be six months fu- in the future. Well, yeah. For a yeah. solo full show. But if 100%. it's like a five minute and they've never gone on stage before or whatever, I'm like, book it some date, like well, well far away, but book a fucking date. That or is people, the only way to get yourself You working. won't do it. You won't fucking do it. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I'm just waiting till it's perfect. No. Just waiting till it's ready. Nope. I'm like, it's never fucking ready. Nope. It's never. You don't know it's ready. ready until you do it in front of a person. Because the more that you do it, as well, like the old saying goes, is that like one performance is worth six rehearsals. Mm-hmm. But like, I also find like I'll write something and I can write it to a certain point, and then I'm like, I need an audience. Like, I don't know mm. what is I flying and what I, I need, need a room. Yeah, and because yeah. I'm like, I've got like a huge improv improv background mm-hmm. and so for me like I like I can write and write and write as much as I want but I actually don't think I'm that great of a writer like most of I the stuff agree. that <laughs> <laughs> and scene and, and now um, Tash is gonna so go so the podcast <laughs> is house, over but she's thank leaving. you so it's much fine. for 14 great episodes <laughs> <laughs> I've really enemies with benefits uh, good luck with the after hours cabaret club bye uh, <laughs> It's true. I'm not very nice. There you, you, can, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can see all the songs. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I've got your recordings now. Yeah, it's so fine. It's done. Back. No, like I'm not saying I'm a bad writer, but I wouldn't say writing is my strong suit. I would say performing and actually like interacting with the, the ideas moment. that I have and then being in the moment and what comes out of that is always – and like that's my particular individual circumstance. But I feel like most people have the same thing. Like, But I, I feel like that. That, that's the, the beautiful special <laughs> skill. Like anyone can have an idea. Anyone can have a thought about whatever you want to put on stage. Mm-hmm. But it's that wonderful moment that you have specifically that you can like off the fly, you have an idea, maybe something will take you somewhere else. You can work with a crowd. You can read an energy. You can work with them, work against them, bring them back, push them away. Like that's that's the wild skill. Like I feel like you don't need to be fucking Charles Dickens over here. <laughs> that was the yeah. first writer I could think of. <laughs> 
just then. I the loved most recent text I saw I was in my eyes. Didn't you? And I went like you this. You were looking at me and you were like, Charlie, is, is that right? Charles Your eyes that. straight away looked at me like, like, did I fuck that? Basically oh no. waiting for me to either berate you or go, congratulations. And then you're like, that's the first writer I got Literally, I went, Charles Dickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, what's a yeah. recent popular text? Uh, <laughs> JK Rowling. Uh, York. No, shit, she's here. JK Rowling. Yeah, uh, Stephanie Myers. So, comedy she, writing. Um, have you Jim always Owen. written? What? What? <laughs> what? Wow, Sorry. wow. Uh, are you more a writer of jokes or are you more a try it out and see how it goes? I'm definitely a try it out and see how it goes yeah. kind of person. I thought you I might think be. I, I'm forever trying to capture how I am with friends or how I am yes. socially. Mm. On yeah. stage, like that's the that I, the quest of a comedian. I feel is to make it as conversational and as personable as you can. Yes. Because the more scripted it is, the more people sort of realize there's a barrier. You there's see a the script. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. you see the magic trick happening, and yeah. it's not as funny anymore. So totally, you got to try and bottle that energy of being someone who is just engaging with the moment and really talking to the audience. Having a chat. Yeah, you are there and you're feeling it. So, cool. and it doesn't always have to come from a place of comedy it can just come from a place of truth and you will naturally find the comedy in mm. that yeah but as long as you're authentic the rest will follow suit and so i love that um, that's yeah. really nice i've never sort of why would have i but I, i've never really sort of comedy in that kind of sense that's really cool just trying to be the most natural i guess that you can possibly be yeah that is yeah. literally what i tell people all the time when people are like where do you get these stories from where do you like get your cabaret ideas from <laughs> blah 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 and i'm like because i lived it my life <laughs> but also um i'm like think about think about all of the stories that you always hear in your friendship group that are like the legendary stories that like yeah. anyone who's new to the friendship group you're like oh you must you hear, hear betty's story about this oh you must hear tasha's story about this blah blah, blah. i'm like think about those stories and they're the ones that make it into your cabaret show like yeah. it's not the ones that are like you know and people gravitate yeah yeah they love it though yeah they, yeah they do and they gravitate towards people who are like interested in something so if you mm. activate when you start talking about something because you love this story oh, yeah. then it kind of doesn't even matter if the story is shit people are more interested in the fact yeah. that you are interested in that it you're like, so there. yes they're like Fucking oh my god popping, this performer yeah. is just loving what they're talking about mm-hmm. they've got passion and they're yep. really here with me and they're telling me something that i haven't heard before about yep. their life mm. which i don't know about that's enthralling and that's the step one of mm. all types of performance, I yeah, believe. I agree. And then, you know, if you're a comedian and if you're trying to be funny, then the next, obviously the next step is trying to, you know, make it hilarious. But, like, you're not going to get there unless it's authentic to you, unless it comes from a place of you've lived it and it's real. Yeah, totally. And, and like, and I think, like, the things that, like, universally are funny, like, to your friendship group, like, generally do become funny, like, on a stage as well. Because they're the things that aren't, like, the, like, the most clever or the most, like, political, the most, like, fucking, you know, like, puntastic or woke or smart. Everyone's just like, oh, fuck, that's, like, what my friend Dave would say. So it becomes funnier not because you've said it but because they've Because your friends know you best. So they're recognising that you're being your truest self and they're yeah. like I love it I love it I love it that's if, what you got and if do. an audience can laugh at you for that reason thinking of their friend Dave or their friend you know Sharon and blah 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 blah, blah. like if they're looking what at did you, you point at me? Yeah. 
<laughs> you did. Dave and Sharon. I just, I just gave you character. Just... Sharon Street anyway, David, David, Sharon, um, thanks so I much wish. for joining yeah, yeah. Oh, Sharon Strzelecki is my everything. She is my queen. She is my queen. See, that's what I was thinking. You know, my sister has a mixed netball team called the Strzeleckis. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up right now. I need to join that team. Yeah, it's I've never incredible. played a day sport in my life, but I need to join that team. Uh, that's great. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Um, so we've talked about the good times. Um, what about the not so fabulous times? Has there been a time where you're like, Dark days. Like, that wasn't the cutest day for me because I just got changed in an alleyway. You know, yes. it could be a weird time. It doesn't have to be like doesn't a sad like time. I'm yeah. a very, this was sad, be like, that was fucking cool. No, 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 I'm going to go angsty. I'm going to go full, like, morose. Like, like, ruin the vibe. Yeah, You're ready to cry? Yes, bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to pop my purple Hit streak me. in my phone. One second, one really second, one second. All right, Let now's me the just angst put hour. on um, Dashboard have you got Confessional. Your <laughs> Do you have that jumper with the thumb hole? Do you want to go to Flinders Street really quick? Great. Only with the faded coloured hair, though. Hey, that, I, that's, I feel personally attacked. Attack. Actually, I just coloured my hair, so it's fabulous. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, keep going. Um, I, I don't know. There, there, there really has been any sort of, like, horrific or dark time. But I, I guess, like, there was a part of, like, that first kind of time when I was starting doing... Lineup shows and mm-hmm. like com- like true like stand up gigs, like as your character. Yes, now. as charity, and yeah. I was yep. all like I would just be on lineups, just normal comedian lineups. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would be the only kind of like I'd be the token, obviously the token drag queen, but I'd often yeah. be the token drag uh, queer performer, mm-hmm. or sometimes even there'd be no women on the lineup, or <sighs> you know, sort of thing, and like. Love it would be so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a special place. Comedy. <laughs> it's definitely something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something. This is why um, I think I just immediately loved you, though. When I saw you, I was like, "Wow, this is such a big fucking middle finger to everything yeah. that comedy oh, is." You. Like, it's the I biggest was like, middle finger. "Fucking finally, like Jesus!" Just like real quick, like, I'm amazing. Just gonna do some jokes. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's yeah, just fine. some cash. Sorry to just hijack like, your hey. story, but that was literally why I was like obsessed. Please, yes, 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 yes. Represent. And mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, I can be beautiful and fabulous and queer and a drag queen and still be funnier than all of you. Fuck what? Off. Like no. it was just like, ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> just me, like just <laughs> mumming up the back, like yeah, yeah minorities. Uh, like, I love that. I'm sorry. Anyway, continue. I like that you just fist, fist bumped. Minority. I actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you look at me when you just said that? <laughs> Why did you look at everyone in this room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at this lovely uh, scene on the TV Where is that right on now. The TV? I don't know. It looks like somewhere ha- in Europe. Ha- Europe. What's it looks that fucking word in the bottom? Cool. The... That's the photographer. Oh. Great. Uh, anyway, your darkest cool. continue, days. Continue. Yes, my darkest days. Um, I reckon, yeah, when I was starting stand-up and first diving in with doing lineup shows and that sort of stuff, mm. it, like I hadn't done any of my solo shows at that time. I hadn't made a lot of the connections that I've made with people like the comedy festivals and that kind of stuff. General so counts, I was yeah. really having to take every gig and obviously no general stand-up yeah. gig is equipped for, um, you know, it's like they do not have dressing rooms. They do not have like well, unisex bathrooms or just anything that you sort of get accustomed that just, to that's it, that as a assume. queer performer. And mm-hmm. so I was like, well, I don't want to have to say no to these gigs because I need them and I want to make mm-hmm. the connections. So, you know, I had to really <laughs> dive awesome. in and take myself, get into drag, you know, be... 
an hour and a half in makeup, then drive into a gig, park mm. in the city, pay $11 for parking just to do a five-minute spot Ugh. on a stand-up gig. God, and there. Yeah. I feel that so yeah. hard. Yeah, and, too. like, it was a lot. And, like, yeah. I, to be honest, it was a very... As, like, exciting as it was because I was kind of making my first steps into comedy, it was also a very depressing time because mm. I was sort of thinking, like... There's no way in hell I can do this forever. Mm. Like, like no, absolutely, it's soul crushing. It is. Like, ah. And those moments, those yeah. moments there where you're by yourself, feeling so um, not included. That's not the word that I mean, but just like you don't quite fit there. Yeah, it it really does destroy the soul because mm. you keep doing it. You're bashing it over and over again, and it starts to build. It layers up, and like comedy gigs are so different to like a. Like a lineup show where, like, you know everyone on the lineup and you're yeah. friends with them, blah, blah. blah. It's like you get there and you fucking, like, can know no one yeah. sometimes. And you're just like, hello. Like, exactly. And not only did I know no one, but because of the drag of it all, mm. no literally, one to it, it, it also inhibited people to yeah. get to know me That's it, because yeah. they might be familiar with charity, but they would not sort of know me if I was out of drag. And, yeah. you know, they were like, yeah. I couldn't network the way that a lot of comedians can. Mm, you know, yeah. they can do their gig. They can do their spot and then afterwards go and have a drink with everyone. But I would, because I'm in drag and I'm in the city, you know, it's also sometimes not safe for me at particular mm-hmm. gigs to totally. just kind of hang around. Just so around, yeah. I had to be conscious of it and it meant that I wasn't able to do the same kind of like person to person. Yeah. You of, didn't get that good face-to-face network time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And Ugh. that was that was hard. But I am so proud of myself because I stuck it out and I was just kind of like if I stick at it, eventually, you know, something will give way. Like someone yeah, will kind to. of realise what I'm doing and, you know, give me an in. Mm-hmm. And I've come to realise through doing that that even though not <coughs> everyone's going to be, like, on board with what I'm doing, that's definitely not. given, there is going to be a select few people who just live for it and are like, this is something special. Yeah. I love this. This means a lot to me. Mm. And... Like, I just now want to tailor to those people. Like, this is my audience now. Exactly. Like, there's an audience for everything that is good above a certain period. And then there's definitely an audience for stuff that's actually really sensational. And, like, figuring that out and what that is and just working towards that. Like, when, you know, like, when I work for um, the Butterfly Club in Crowded, um, you know, part of my role is to sort of mentor people into, like, what their, like, marketing plan is going to be. And particularly at the moment, like, with comedy festival mm. there are people there that are doing comedy that's like nanette style like i'm gonna fuck you up like ruin your life like make you laugh and then you make you cry and then there's like the complete other end of that which is just like fantastic like <laughs> entertaining like family fun like you know we're just gonna have a good old like kind of time like you know it's that classic yeah dinner theatre kind of comedy that's really accessible for everyone. You Mm -hmm. don't have to be an expert. You can still find it funny and have a good time. And making people realise, like, you know, there have been a few meetings, like, so far where, like, people haven't realised that they sort of more fall into the fact of, like, entertainment comedy Mm -hmm. rather than they're going to change the world comedy. And, like, once you realise, like, what brand you... Brand, sorry. But, like... No, it's a real... What what style you are. Like, once you realise that, like, then you can market to those people and Mm -hmm. you know exactly who's going to... I love you and you keep fucking making shit for them. I mean, obviously you do stuff that services what you want to make, but at the same time, like if they're your fan base, like, you know, try and keep like and consider them. But I feel like there's also a lot of worth in identifying your fans, identifying your little wedge. Yes. Your bracket. 
And then trying to make shit for maybe people outside of there as well. True. So they can join you in here. Mm. Like, the, I feel like the minute you identify who you're getting through to, then you can kind of figure out yep. what you need to do to expand that. That's true. And, and you're like, cool, I get me. I get what I'm doing. I think that's fantastic. Now I'm going to do something real cute over here to maybe get these guys involved, make the circle a little bigger. Like you constantly can mm. build. You don't just have to stick to your wedge. It's, it's kind of, true. It's kind of like what they say in improv. Like, you know, the best improv is when like you have a world and then the, like the next thing that happens is like unexpected but it's still within the realm of possibility uh-huh. because if it's too unexpected it's then one. there's no yeah. rules in the world. There's nothing that like is funny or not funny anymore because uh-huh. the world is broken. Whereas if you just do something in that next little like circle out but it's still on the very far edge of that but it yeah. still could be expected but it's wildly like unexpected. Maybe. Then like, like when Trump got in. Correct, right? Got like, political right. <laughs> I just had to say it. But like. Stormer. I'm just saying words now. I know, it's great. I mean, it's so no, but I totally understand. It's that on that very cusp of. Yeah. To be or not to be. To, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I think I think that's, like, fucking excellent that, like, you've, you know, figured out, like, where you fit in that and you're just, like, flourishing. Like, oh, and, and you and, did the hard yards. Oh, you, yeah. You did the hustle, which we always talk about. <sighs> the yeah. eternal hustle. Yeah. That is forever the entertainment. Because it makes you appreciative. Oh, yeah. Because when you start to get gigs that where people are into what you're doing mm-hmm. and you it's find a following and you find your niche and you start to... Snowball very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like I'm so grateful. And you're like, I'm gonna like not take this for granted. I'm gonna really use everything every that I'm, yeah, exactly. Cherish That's is it. the right word. Like, I'm gonna just take it and run with it rather than being because there's nothing worse than someone who is performing and it's just kind of like, you know, I hate this. Like, I don't get paid enough. You know, like, no one supports me and all this sort of stuff. It's like, if you have an audience, like we were talking about this before, yes, but like we were. if you ha- if you have an audience that's there, like there is nothing more disrespectful than to complain about like not being oh big enough God. and not having a following because like people are here, like you if are. Anybody gets off their fucking ass out of their house after working how many hours per day? They pay yeah. their hard-earned money. Fucking tired. They earn minimum wage potentially. Like, come to a venue to see you do your goddamn twenty-minute yeah. spot, five-minute act our show, you give them the best fucking show you can give mm-hmm. them because those people could have very easily just popped on Netflix yep. and watched a cute little couple episodes. They already paid their $20 for the month. Like, that's it. On, they like, already signed up. Yeah. They made the choice to come and see you. And it's like, that's why I always say no small shows. That's why yeah. I'm getting that tattoo on my fucking arm so before any time I go on stage I can be like... There's seven people here, but those seven people paid money. Yeah, they chose you. They're like, I want, I like you, I want this. And, you know, even if they're, like, someone who doesn't know you yet, it's like this is an opportunity to, like, forge a little bit of a connection with you. And, yeah, I think it's... It's special. It's really special. It's important for performers, I think, to have that time where you kind of didn't, I don't know, you, you didn't experience being followed or... And Having it, people get what you're doing so that yeah. you can you gotta appreciate do those hard yards to really appreciate what you've worked for and what you've achieved yeah. and what you've accomplished. I think as you get like more in tune with what your audience is, though, it, like it's 
you don't have those small shows because you know who's going to like you and you make your marketing material oh, you understand accessible what you're doing to them. Yeah, and so, like, it. people are like, how do you, like, sell so well? Like, how do you know this, blah, blah, blah. I was like, because I know who I'm selling to. Like, I know who likes to come and see my shows. And I try and make my comedy and my cabaret as accessible as possible. I'm not cabaret with a capital C where I'm there with, like, a grand piano and, like, a fucking $4,000 outfit and blah, blah, And this is no disrespect to anyone who does that sort of thing. But I went into cabaret, like, expecting to be that and then came out of it, like, now being like, oh, no, that's not my jam. Like, I am, like, everyday girl cabaret. Like, I'm just like, you know, anyone... The people's cabaret. Too polished to be relatable. Too polished to be relatable. (laughs) Betty's just, like, saying quotes of, like, bad reviews that I've got I know way too many bad reviews of you. Yeah. And by bad, I mean... There's so many Did you give these reviews? There's so many bad reviews of me. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me at a show being like... This would be funny. This was like whispering in her ear. I think I've only really ever had like (laughs) three or four bad reviews. No, can I just point out that uh, your bad reviews are things like too polished to be relatable. So you were too good, right? And you were too on top of your craft to be relatable. My friend, that does not make sense. I'm sorry. You can go. Two stars. Two stars. Two stars. Too distracting. Uh, I kind of love. A bad review though, because I like, like it sticks out to me, and like I'll be obsessed with Same. it. I'll be obsessed with it. I'll, do, I'll complain about oh. it to everyone for Anyone. months, everyone. and then I'm kind of like, and like, right now, thank you. And then like some t- some days, like I'll look back on it and I'll be like, oh, it really wasn't that bad. No, but I then know. I'm like, it's too late. I've literally trashed it <laughs> to everyone. Literally, After Hours has had one bad review <laughs> oh, from my a God. patron. Twasn't even a reviewer, and I am still not over it. I'm still not over it because how fucking dare they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This my performers. Basically, his whole review was that like, well, there was all these like thinny, uh, thinny, thinny, skinny, thin <laughs> thinny. girls on the poster. There was like, a man in a me. dress and a beard. Yeah, but then in the show there was a man in a dress and a beard. <laughs> And what was his other complaint? He was like, oh, it was just not a classy affair. It was, and it wasn't. The venue was really small. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, bitch, we were sold out. Get over it. Like, yeah. Also, that's like, the venue they gave me. That's I not our fault. Like, it's Edinburgh Fringe. You pay like, £10. Don't waste Fuck off. your money. He said that. Yeah. Ten pounds. That's ridiculous. Ten, Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Get over so it. So after hours normally goes for like, what, <gasps> 30, $35? 30, Ten pounds. I, I'm a firm believer that if someone was going to give something that's, like, two stars or below or, like, even if there's no stars but it's just a bad review, it's mm. just, like, I don't I, – I honestly don't believe, unless you are, like, a huge name, that it should be printed because it's just, like, that is an up-and-coming artist. <laughs> but like, also, who gives a fuck about the bad review? That's just me. Like, you're going to yeah. be like, wow. See, I want to get to that point. I want to yeah, get to that point where will. I don't give you a will. shit. But you I do but give you a will. shit at the moment. Because if somebody, like – your good reviews will soon start outweighing your bad reviews. Of course. And so, like, you know, the more you get reviewed, the more you'll, you know, lean towards... And the towards more you figure out you, the more... And the, the more you figure out your crowd come. and the more you figure out who... Who is worth reviewing your show? This is or like not therapy. Well. This is lovely. No, it's great. This is yeah. what we. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I remember like when we were doing Desperates, and Desperates was all like women um, in suits with giant beehives trying to pick up men the way that Yuck. men would pick up women. That's horrible. I know. Great, crazy. And um, what was it? I, I don't know. I can't remember the like place, but it was like a pretty like big deal that we had this reviewer coming, and we're like, oh my god, the like this, this blah 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 publication. Like world. we were so like stoked. Yeah. And then we got this review and it was from this like 
very middle-aged straight male because he was the only very middle-aged straight male in our audience. Mm. And he was like, oh, you know, like this show is clearly like written for women and I was the only male in the audience and, you know, blah, 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 blah. blah. Like it was a good show but it wasn't for me and blah, blah. Um, I was like, bitch, we didn't write this for you. Like this wasn't for you. Like that's the not show was called review. A, I was like the show is called A Lady's Guide to Being a Wingman. I'm 50 and oh, I'm wow. a man. Literally. We spelled it on the tin. Like, it's not for you. That. It's not for you. <laughs> it's what it says on the packet. Yeah. Like and what do you... The thing for me that pisses me off about reviewers and this is when I will not take a review seriously is that if I have not written my show for you and you review me fuck off like I don't care because no, th- this was not, not for you to that like, point if you don't like it that's fine all art is subjective blah blah just don't trash something because maybe you don't understand it also yeah. that just give a general fucking review of an event. But why would you go? The show why? was well put together. It was slick. She was on point. Her voice was fantastic. Yes, the writing wasn't for me, but I can see how it would be fantastic for other people. Yeah. Go and see this show. I'm going to give it three and a half stars. You know, you don't have to then absolutely trash somebody because you don't understand what they're presenting. Yeah. I mean, that could be said with anything in the entire world. But I just think, like, the rule should be, like... <sighs> If you get, as a reviewer, you get asked to review a show and you're like, you know what? Like, like I've literally had, like, reviews come through before, like, you know, when I've done publicity for After Hours and when I've yeah. done publicity for um, Impromptunes and, like, the reviews, like, I don't really like review, um, variety shows, but Opening I went line. to this. And I'm like, I, why would you fan. go to a variety show? to be doing this. I don't like hey, improv really shows, quick. but I went to Impromptunes. I just want to like, say that we then yeah. won them over and said... I don't really like variety shows. But this was amazing. <laughs> I was like, fucking no. yes, 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 yes. But, yes. Yeah, no, but it's the thing. Me. I don't really like variety shows, but I got invited to this enormous six-piece band, 20-piece variety show. But I went, but I don't like them very much. It's so fun. What? Would, what why? But it's why also are you like, doing that? It's your job. Like, you know what I mean? You, you, yeah. Your job, your job is not to like it. Your job is to go and Review critique it. art. Like, just, like, critique do it. it. Like, who gives a shit? Just yeah. Have you ever had a wildly terrifying review? I haven't. We had, talk about this often. I mean, I am too. Actually, We're, I'm really a little bit like of an ingenue, so I haven't had back. many reviews. I mm-hmm. will say, but um, I actually haven't had any like I haven't had any like scathing or like not, I haven't had scathing. I haven't had any negative reviews. I would say, nice. I, but but I'm that type of person that can read a review that's like this was amazing. It was so good. There was one bit that needed work. I loved it, and then I'll be like, what was that? Second to last thing you said about how Sorry, something I, I needed work. What was with that? Your, and then I'll be like I feel messaging like three different friends and like, what do you think they meant by this? Is it this what, 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 is what, it tell this me the bit that needed fucking Yeah, work. like what yeah. was with that? Yeah. Um, I'm very that. I can't oh, like let it rest. Um, I need to change it. I'm trying to change it, especially like gearing up for Comedy Fest and next year. I want to be more kind of thick-skinned with it. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's it's honestly like the more you do, the better it gets. Um, yeah. And oh, I also sure. think that like you're in a really fortunate position of exactly knowing what your brand is and what you're doing already before you start putting it out there to review. That you'll probably just get a whole bunch of really nice reviews, and it's totally fine. We try. Um, but we get the right we, type of people. Like 
Yeah, I mean, even like some of the best reviews that I've gotten, I'm still like, well, you spelled that word wrong in paragraph three. Like, I'm yeah, still yeah. fucking like criticized. Like, I'm the worst. Um, but like, I do a lot of like publicity and marketing and stuff as well. So I'm an asshole. Um, but like, it, it's you just take the pull quotes, you take the stars yeah. when they come, and you just use it for whatever you want to use it for. At the end of the day, it's just a publicity tool. It actually doesn't matter because you know what? That person hasn't spent fucking months of their life standing on stage and writing an hour long show yeah. and performing it in front of people like you have. And I'm like, you know what? And until you've done that, I actually don't really respect your opinion other than to use it on my poster. And I'm, I'm sorry to all the reviewers out there, but that is honestly how I have to think of what you say because otherwise it will We're doing different me. jobs. <laughs> reviewers have one job. We as performers have another. It is our job to take the pull quotes and but run also, with it. Like, no one except us and your cast is reading the review. No. Yeah. The people are reading the pull quotes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, for you example, had, after yeah. hours, there's like 40 fucking pull quotes yeah. on our flyer amazing show perfect late night cabaret amazing show no one's going well that was written by da 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 shall we look it up <coughs> let's give it a google no one's reading your full fucking review you take what you need from that little tool from that yeah, 100%. piece of something even if it's like this show was terrible i hated it the lighting was stunning stunning yeah, yeah. your pull quote <laughs> Like, that's it. It had lighting. Yeah, yeah, Poor yeah. quote. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, though, like, I, I try as much as I can to, like, read a review. Like, if it's bad, like, I will read mm. it and be like, mm-hmm. what do you got to say? Like, what, sure. Maybe like, I'm not going to be an asshole about it. But I'm like, like, one, like. That one that I'm talking about, the two polish should be relatable, two stars. Like, that was on the same night that I got five five-star reviews. Yeah. And they came all on the same night. Same so, night. I'm like, wow. well, if six people can come and only one of you not like it, then, like, well, fuck off. Whereas yeah. if I'd got that on the Sunday, I would have been like, yeah, it's because I used too much energy on the Saturday and that's why I did. Like... Of course you do that as a performer. You want everything to be five stars and amazing and incredible all of the time. But, like, at the end of the day, like, the reviewer could have just had a bad day or they got off their meds that day yeah. or they broke up with their partner. Like, I or... may not be a fan of them. Like, I've, Correct. Not, I've had to sort of remind myself sometimes when, like, you know when you sort of think, like, oh, why doesn't that person like me? And then you're mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, but I don't like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but why do I care that they don't like me? I like, I shouldn't care. want their opinion. Like, sometimes, I'm not saying that I feel that about reviewers, but no. there is that sort of mentality that I feel all of us have, like performer or otherwise, where it's like, we want to be liked and we want people of to course. like us. But inherently, we don't like every single person we no. meet. We're not gelling with every type of comedy or hey, story that we like hear. I don't like any of you. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, this is a hostile environment. Don't pretend like it was new information. (laughs) I mean, you're the closest to the fridge right now. We need more wine. She's holding a gun to me. I mean, mean, that's the only reason you're If you liked us, you would get us more wine. But, I mean, it's... That's a pretty weird... Like, I just said that I don't. I know. So, I'm just putting a test out Like, I just said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. This is why we don't get along. Because you don't listen to what I'm saying. You and me definitely don't get along. Yeah, get some white one, please. Okay. It's I'm gonna go a kid to now. get the wine. Yeah, nah, it's cool. In the meantime, though, while while she's um getting some getting some wine, getting some wine um, how is it that you deal with those moments where you're in your head and like your inner saboteur is like taking over and it's like you're not good enough. This is fucked. Rah, rah. Like, wh- do you have any coping strategies? Like, is there anything in particular that like helps you get out of that funk? Like, yeah, I find it very therapeutic to like completely fall in a heap 
and throw myself mm-hmm. at Josh um, and just be like, am I the worst? Is my life over? Should I give it all up? Mm-hmm. I find that very calming. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> I know exactly what that feels like. <laughs> yep. And, yeah, I mean, I do do that. I am mm-hmm. I'm a very, like sort of overreactive drama queen. That's sort of my what? brand. Wait, what? Wait, wait. Is that the name Hold of the comedy festival somewhere? Mm. That's my plug. Oh. That's all from me. Drama Thanks queen. so much. I'm here all week. That, that whole bit was a lie. <laughs> I'm actually like really mentally healthy. I'm really like really put together. I never have dull moments. Can I, ne- I never have like, bad reviews. I'm actually incredible. Amazing. Can that please? Okay, wait. I'm actually playing that- Sydney Opera House next week. Oh my God. Can that please just be your entire publicity? Like, and just having these, like, really epic moments. It's like, such a drama. Psych. I'm such a drama queen. I can't do it my show, drama queen. Like, just, yeah. like, so many moments. Like, just dumb things. Like, sometimes life like can be hard. Yeah. Comes through my comedy show. It's really funny. <laughs> just you <laughs> brushing your teeth. And, you know, when the toothpaste falls off your tooth, like, brush no, that's before. that's heartbreaking. That's what I mean. And that's your, that's your promo. Just that. And then you're like, life a drama. Come see drama queen. <laughs> You go I to walk it. through an automatic I door, it. it doesn't open. It needs to be the Life saddest, most. <laughs> Come see Drama Queen. Like, yes. Yes, that's not a bad idea. We should cut that from action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and don't then mind. use it as promo. And charge for copyright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll she's worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Uh, <laughs> but maybe it's drama. Maybe it's drama queen. That's what you need to do. So. Maybe it's drama queen. Stunning. <gasps> Bellissimo. So many rides. Um, okay, great. Um, I, you know, but uh, back to the inner saboteur. Inner, inner saboteur. saboteur. It's a thing. How do you, when When does the inner saboteur strike? What do you do to dun, kind dun, of dun. keep it. it at bay? Like what's your, Collapsing. everyone has their own like cute little ritual or method or, you know, something. I think like I rely on friends a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like it, I know I should have a healthy answer that it's like, you know, I just have inner peace and I look <laughs> upon my own self-worth. I just started doing meditation. Yeah. Yeah. It really helped me actually, but, you know. I have a lot of incense at home and it really clears <laughs> yeah. my... I, I wish. I smoke a lot. I just exfoliate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just put like extra glitter. Exfoliate a lot. I just exfoliate it right out of me. Yeah, exactly. Get rid of that, like, you know, grit and shame, whatever. I just get, like, a $3 face mask from Kmart, and I'm, like, fine. Like, I just get the impurity out on the weekend, and I felt like a goddamn new woman. I put a $3 fucking... I'm sure it was just mud from the air conditioner. Like, it was some sludge, and I was like, God damn it, I'm fantastic. I'm free to do what I want. Yes. Um, So, yeah, rely on friends. Yeah, I rely on friends a lot and, like, my boyfriend and, like, just I will immediately go to people that I know are supportive and into what I do. Yes. And you'll just – I'll talk to them and I'll find immediately that just being around them calms me down Mm -hmm. and I find that, like, just hearing them talk about what I do or – being legitimately excited about hearing about oh, my yes. next opportunities yeah. or gigs and that kind of stuff. It's just, it's, it's like a reminder that, you know, to the people who are in my corner, it's like what I'm doing is special and has something that is worth yeah. um, pursuing. Yeah. And sometimes you just need a reminder of that because when you're Absolutely. in
you end up kind of running with other performers and other people who are all living this like high octane mm. kind oh, of yeah. mentality. It's a constant adrenaline life. It's yeah. just like a uh, all the time. That's kind of why we started this though, to be honest, was because like we just wanted to like check in with each other and be like, hey, yeah. what's up, what's up, what's and, up? Like, get like, what's some going real on? How actually are you? Yeah. yeah. Like literally get some fucking real Conversation, it's, like, how are you? Well, my new show's coming out. You know, like, you it's know really easy on the internet to say that you're fine. Yeah. Oh my goodness, so it's easy. literally the easiest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. How are you? I am amazing. But like, having an actual chat and like, you know, having supporting supportive people around you. Yeah. Asking brilliant. them to come over, even watch your show, listen to a bit. Yeah, I've recorded this. Um, review yeah. what maybe they came and saw your show and then they can tell you about it. Mm. And because sometimes the worst thing is having no feedback, yeah. having no direction, having Horrible. no anything. Horrible. You know when you ask general people and you're like, how was it? And they go, you were amazing. And you're like, it was no, 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 no. Yeah, but really, well, how was it? No, like, I want to know how it actually yes. was. Like, <laughs> I am constantly saying that to my boyfriend. Like, he, oh, yeah. He's, he's gorgeous and he will always say, you were incredible no matter what, which I love on one hand, but on the other hand, I'm like, no, tell me, where did I fuck up? Where's the bit? Where, what where do was I need my to work fault? On? Where was I wrong? Where was I bad? Like, tell me how I can improve. And he's like, uh, I don't know. I'll like, email you perfect. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kev knows, like, not to tell me on the night, but he'll definitely yes. tell me the next day. So, like, like, that's the, like, I'm like, I'm please tell me to... I'm amazing on that exact yeah. night. And then the next day, please yes. tear when me I'm apart. I'm in a good headspace. But that actual moment, like, please don't, please don't. Like, and he doesn't. He oh, never. Zara knows but... the same thing now as well. Should yeah. be like, oh, but that happened. And I'm like, excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> Bitch. It's always bad up front. Dare you. But then you appreciate it later. You're like, oh, actually, tomorrow. you were very right. And I'm grateful. 100%. If she was but like, like, I'm still a drag motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah. don't. I'm like, I'm still in this moment. What it, like, all I need is like that was great you that was really wonderful but then tomorrow I'd be like the what was happening with the bit on the thing and i'd be like oh no you're right but, that was weird that was weird but the nights when you like do realize that it hasn't gone like the best and people are like no nah, it's really great so, still oh and you're God, like you're a fucking liar yeah, you're yeah. a liar you're, like whereas like those nights like like i actually like bless him like kev knows like the nights yeah. where i like i'll just be like nah this hasn't quite gone how i thought he'd be like it can't yeah always that go, didn't yeah it can't but the nights where it goes ama- like where i think it's amazing he's like i'll just let you stay in that bubble <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. So like, actually, I feel like yeah, maybe yeah. I've got this new job in retail you should apply for. Or when they like answer it with a question, they're like, yes. but isn't art subjective? Or it's how like, do you oh. think you did? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, don't. Did you find it? Oh, you I know. Did. I know. Don't you dare. It's weird. It's one of those things like ever since I was little, so I've been dancing since the womb and <laughs> Like uh, spin bef- around. I learned to work, walk, and then I learned to waltz. Essentially, yeah. like that's how my dance life has gone. And I always knew I'd come off stage after sh- fucking, you know, everything. I was going to say so many words, and it turned into. <laughs> I just started doing after it. I did my. After I did my. That's my technique. Um, you Is know, that you a come into the term? audience. Is that yeah, like yeah, the yeah. In it's a really okay. actually. Um, it's something that only the best know. I, I so. thought so. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It seems yeah. very professesh. Mm. Can you actually stop talking about it? Because you're not actually supposed to know. <laughs> oh wow! It's the sound we're appropriating. <laughs> Go on. Tell people. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> sorry, babe. I'm sorry, I told you. It's a secret. Oh my like, god. We'll talk Fuck. later. Okay. Okay. No wonder people think we're married. Not wrong though. I mean, look, it's essentially true. Yeah. 
Sorry, Kev. Bye. Um, no, it's a thing. Like, you'd always know. I'd walk out into the audience with my fucking fake tan and my hair and my, you know, everything. And I'd say, Mom, how was it? And she'd go, it's really good. And I'd be like, fuck. Fuck. Fucked oh, it. Mom. Or I'd come out and she'd go, that was, that was, that was good. That was very good. And you just know, you yeah, know, when you, you know talk to that person. The difference. Yeah. The difference between somebody's energy of like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you smashed oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or that over, like, that was amazing. Oh, my God. I and can't. Like, Fuck Some off. people find like, it like an, a, you have to do that with burlesque. And yeah. I think it's because a lot of people Wanna take be nice. burlesque in a very different way. I take it in a very technical um, I want everything to be perfect in a line, in a beat, in a choreography. Really? I've never seen that from you. I know. It's, it's something you're trying. Um, <laughs> so when will you do you back that? the writing When will you actually perform that? Is that... Is that... Know, <laughs> the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the comedy. Oh, that's charity. <laughs> yes. Shade, 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 shade. Shade what? What? We're not ready. We're not ready. We're not ready. No, it's a thing. It's a thing when somebody will be like, you were so good. You were actually really good at you singing. You actually a dancer. You, you actually can could actually dance. dance. Verbatim, a quote that happened to me from on the, the same person who said that I could actually. Sing. Oh wow! Walks into the change room from and the other I'm night. trying to de-sweat my PVC. <laughs> True story. And I was like, oh, what a weird time for anything to happen. And he was just like, you can actually dance. And I was like, yeah, I'm actually a ballet teacher. Like oh, currently, to this God. day, I'm a ballet teacher. And he was like. No, actually, that doesn't surprise me. You know, a lot of burlesque performers, they can't dance and they're fine. But you can actually dance. And to that, I said, thanks, mate. Thanks. And he stumbled on out. I was like, what else can you, what do you, how do you. How do we deal with And then came and said to you, you can actually sing. You can actually sing. Also said to Belle, be good to see an actual singer downstairs at Fab Fridays. Oh. And she went. The bell laugh. Yeah, Belle just Belle's the the kindest person ever. Um, Speaking of Belle, who's born in Queensland, and we were talking about shade before. Shade corner, shade corner. Speaking of cigarettes, shade corner. Love some shade. It's hot there. It is very hot. So I don't get burnt. It's a very sunny state. Needs some sun. It's actually called the Sunshine State, so that makes. That's why I go there. Um, you do go there quite When do I go there? Like a bit. Actually, I go there a bit. Yeah, you're going to go there for my wedding. Sucked in. Um, so here's a fun coming. fact. Sorry, that was a weird Folks, time to tell Queensland. You. I'm not Queen- coming to your wedding. Oh. I'm not. Um, I've got an extra spot on my wedding come. charity. Do you want oh, yeah, I mean, to come? Yeah, great. Yeah. Charity's no, coming. I, I, don't, I don't mind you. stepping over somewhere. Sorry. No, sorry, charity's coming. No, nah, it's done. Yeah. It's, it's over. It's so Zara's just going to. Zara and charity are going to stay here. Zara and charity in the hotel. You know what? To be fair, like, yeah. It's just cute. You'll love it. It'll be easier. <laughs> Honestly, it'll be a lot more stress-free. The worst so. person. Um, okay, so here's a fun fact. Please hit me. The first labor, go- uh, the first labor government in the world took office in Queensland in 1899. We all see the irony in that, right? Right. Yeah. We all see the irony. Where did it there. go? <laughs> Where did, did it go? go? And then it left. Go? Yeah, yeah. And then it left in 1991 or whatever. Nine, what, what, uh, 1891. 1899, so it left in 1900. No, to be fair, like, when I was living in Queensland, like, Queensland was always a Labor state. And then, like, as soon as I left, it, it just turned to a Liberal you state. You swayed like, the I, balance. I think it was just me. Like, I Were you, like, in like, Mean Girls and you just, like, stopped the balance? Like, I'm just going to try. Ian for Spoon <laughs> <and> Queen. <laughs> 
I was the Genesean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if anyone else realized this, but that's when I truly realized I was a flaming mo. What? When Janice Ian was on screen, oh, and so I was good. like, <sighs> "Yeah, marry me, wife she's, me now." She's immediately. Great. She's yeah. Great. But yeah, I couldn't believe that. The first in the world, Labour government. That's actually, I'm genuinely shocked. That's actually a a fucking lol. It's It's a bizarre little tidbit. It's bizarre, right? Because, yeah. I mean, you would think, you would think with Queensland, but then most of them are minors. So then, of course, they're going to go for Liberal because they can keep doing that because climate change doesn't exist. It's not real, but it's not real. It doesn't exist at all. Australia's literally on fire and it was. One of the hottest days on record I yeah. saw, like, um, yeah. generally, nationally yep. today. It was and 42 degrees today. To yeah. 40, well, it's getting, apparently it's getting to 42 on Friday, but we all Sick. know it's going to get. Fucking hell. Well, today was meant that. to be 40 and today yeah. was 42. Yeah. So if that says 42, it's probably going to be like a cheeky 45. So. Hey, Emma, really quick, my boss, if you're listening, I'm not coming on Friday if you're 45. <laughs> Straight up. BT dubs. It's I quit. almost 50 degrees. So just I'm gonna... not schlepping my ass on a tram to be like, hi, this is. I just going to break your heart. I couldn't yeah. say the name of the company or my real name just then. So I yeah. went, hi, this is. End of conversation. How can I help? Insert the place that I work. Hi, yeah. this is B. This isn't They're coming out till next Wednesday, so... Um, so, Emma, when I wasn't at work, <laughs> that's why. So... Um, Tasha, I don't have a story about Queensland. Charity, do Charity, you have a, story do you have a fact? Story I, have, I have a little bit of a tidbit about Was. Queensland. Please. Because um, my cousins live in Brizzy. Ooh. Yes. And I recently went up there for the Brisbane Comedy Festival, mm-hmm. which was a hoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stayed with my cousins and... I didn't know anything about Queensland and I just sort of like followed the directions that they gave me on my phone to get to their house. And there's the suburb that they live in is called Camp Hill. Oh yeah. And I was like, Stop it. I live. Is this a joke? Is no, this real? It's and they're real. like, what are you talking about? I was like, you live Camp in a suburb called Camp Hill. Hill. And they're like, what's, what do you mean? I was like, Stop. what? It's like Camp Hill. Camp. And they were like, oh, I've never thought of it that way. I was like, what? You've lived here for like 25 years. So I took a photo under the sign. <gasps> of course um, you did. Oh. Camp Hill. And Can this episode be called Camp Hill? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Bellissima. We all live on Camp Hill. We all um, live on Camp, Camp Hill. Hill. And yeah, I could just live there forever in Camp Hill. I thought um, that was great. There was, I love that. Was it yeah. on this podcast? That's really was wonderful. It someone else that told me that, that like Matthew Mitchum used to live. Um, do you know Ma- Matthew yeah. Mitchum? So Matthew Mitchum is like gay uh, yeah, gay diver. <laughs> and then he did like a cabaret show. He plays like ukulele oh, and stuff. He's like does fabulous. He sing? Yeah. He has a whole cabaret career that he did for oh, like years and years and years. And he lived on something like Gay Street of like oh, something of, like something Faggot crazy. Avenue. Yeah, yeah, something ah! like that. <laughs> what do you live? Faggot yeah. Avenue. Yeah. Um, Mincer Court. <laughs> 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 it was something like I can only fabulous. Dream, I can't remember. I think it was Trevor Jones that told me this. And I was oh, like, God. are fucking you fucking kidding me? Like, And it was like, da 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 Camp Hill. Whatever yeah. the like street was and whatever like the building was that called or something. So Dick Bellissimo. Sucker Grove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Dick Lane. Yeah. Camp You're a Hill. big like, flaming mo street. Yes. Great. Right. Um, That's amazing. So, yes, I love that. Camp Hill. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. No, no fun facts, but um, you know what's fun? Show the secret. 
Are you an improviser? <laughs> um, look, <laughs> I'm actually currently writing my solo show. Oh my I can see why. <laughs> it's incredible. It's called Are You an Improviser? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my entire show. <laughs> I'm just going to riff off things that are in the space. Yeah. So, so you're if gonna... anyone's like, you're shit, I'd be like... You're really shit. It's just that. And shit. just the theme of Friends with Benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Then cool, I can cool, blame cool. you as well. So okay, fine. great. Yeah. yeah. So if you get bad reviews, because no one loves it. Something more than an improviser who blames the audience. Or blames oh my God. It's like that in That's comedy, like, oh, though. Yeah, it's, it's really we all love cute. That. It's really, really good. Or when a singer blames the sound guy. It's yes. just like, you know what my favorite thing is? Ashley Simpson on SNL. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's just like, Bitch. my band played the wrong song. <laughs> Like you poor fucking bitch. Yeah, like do not I get that, but also like girl, get a personality. Yeah. Like you can work around it. It's gonna be okay. I'm a burlesque performer and I got naked and no one cheered. It's a bad crowd. You're just a bad performer. <laughs> like if you can get your tits out and no one cheers, like what what is going on? I feel like so the other day, right? <laughs> is that shady? Is perfect, that too much? No, it was a Queensland fact. Um I did a show in the Blue Mountains, which was fucking Bellissimo. So Bellissimo, so cute, so wholesome. I was like, my Wholesome, wow. I was in a mountain in like a theatre that had a library at the back of it. Like you couldn't visibly see. It was just that kind of wholesome situation. Love it. And I did this whole number and it was like my headline number, my famous, I'm doing air quotes, my famous (laughs) Miss Burlesque number. And my bra would not come off. Second time in my life that this has happened, right, in my entire career. And I was standing on stage and I was, like, trying to undo it. And I literally just yelled at the crowd, she's not coming off tonight. And they went, "Uh, uh, 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 uh." (laughs) and then I just did a shimmy of my bra and they lost their minds. Yeah. Lost their shit. And I was like, I'm sorry to anybody that said that's a bad crowd. There's no such thing as a bad Mm -hmm. crowd. The crowd is as good as you are. Yeah. Just connect with them. Just Sometimes have a nice you have time. to meet their energy. That, of course. Like different crowds are obviously different entities. That oh, is absolutely. true. Absolutely. And wow. we've had that so many uh-huh. times. Yeah. Friday crowd is sometimes weird because they're tired. A Saturday crowd is weird because they're drunk. Yeah. Vice versa. Maybe they're great. Maybe they're not. It's, it's, you know. And it's all relative. Like if you're doing a million shows in a row, like you're going to get to experience this. In Comedy Festival, you're doing what, like 22 shows? Yes. And I'm also row. doing a musical on my nights off. So I'm doing the whole month. What no break. What the fuck are you doing? I know. Baby. R.I.P. No. This is probably the last Liter- you'll hear of me. Okay, babe. We R. need R. to check in like weekly. Yeah, and I'm like just going to like console you. Yeah. I'm like, going to bring you like some coffees, some Red Bull. I need coaching. Some fucking some candle, hydrolyte. Some hydrolyte. Oh. Yeah. pillow. And gonna a cuddle. Do, we're going to do some then, yoga. Though. We're going to do some meditation. Like oh, I'm not going to be there for time out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll bring you one. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It is. It's a gauntlet. Like, and it's very much managing your expectations because you're doing the same show and the same thing every night and every night you're like... Oh, it was like this last night. And then you go back out on stage again and there's some other fucking random bit that you've not some thought of. Different. And it's just like, uh, but by the end of it, your show is going to be fucking incredible. Oh like God. that, like Edinburgh, mm-hmm. doing adulting in Edinburgh, like I've never had a show so tight before. But and like, so now. clean on that shit. So now when I write a new show, like I try and write it to the same standard, but obviously I'm not going to have like the same thing, but it. 
honestly, like, just completely re-envisaged the way that I write a show and how it gets put together and stuff. So I'm so excited to, like, see you at the beginning and then see you at the end and be like, my show is fucking... Or you'll just be a collapsed mess. But then maybe the next time you yeah, do yeah. it, like, three you months after You can visit me, like, that, in my grave. Please, like, yeah. You wrote a good I'll show. I'll leave flowers. I'll wear a veil. Yeah, thank I'll you. I'll throw glitter I'll wear, like, a, like okay. a black yeah. gown. Yeah. With a veil Really? You're wearing black That doesn't sound like you at all Yeah look it's like like Summer So I thought fuck it I don't know Um, That's it I think it's time for You give me a lot of shoulders Show my secret Show my secret Show my secret Show my secret Charity Showbo What secrets do you have To share out there With our Thousands Thousand and a bit more Followers I'm going to share a very vulnerable secret. <gasps> um, this is like is the hottest thing. Really don't like I, 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 like, I don't know. Oh, I mean, that's not my much secret. My secret is Tashok is not that good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, just put, just put your hand up really yeah. quick and she can't see us. Just do this. It's understandable. My showbo secret mm. is. For the sweaty queens amongst us. Please. Oh, my God. Sweaty Betty is yes. what they call me. Mm. For those of us who She's love a bang, mm. who love a thick wig, oh. um, I have found <gasps> that the best way to prepare yourself and prevent yourself against sweat mm. is to put on roll-on deodorant on your forehead before you put your foundation Fuck on off. and then set it. Because roll-on deodorant is meant for Very any dry. part of skin. And I found that it makes my forehead squeaky clean and dry for the whole night. Bitch. No movement on my wig. It's incredible. That is. That's my little tip. I'm going to go as far to say, like, we're both feeling it. Oh, Best the damn show best secret. Yes, that is, our, that is 14 we, episodes. Talk literally. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else, that thanks shit. for being on, but fuck off. That was amazing. That shit yes. is bellissimo. That makes so much sense. And like, like just a little bit, like you don't don't go crazy because yeah. if you put too much on, then I found that it does get like then the foundation doesn't like set properly on it. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. yeah. So just put a bit of like liquid foundation, just like, like roll it in your hand first, put it on your forehead, yeah. then set it with a bit of powder, mm. then put your foundation on and then get into your makeup, and then you'll find that you're dry as anything. It's great. Oh That's amazing. So to God. clarify, you said deodorant. Yep, so put the gel on, on your hand. It has to be a roll-on deodorant, not roll a spray one. No, 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 spray. not spray Correct. because right. that's more like... Um, it's a bit hectic, particle-y. Yeah, yeah, more particle But yeah. the liquid one is like meant for... Because, like, our, smear, our underarms and that kind of stuff, they're actually, like, very sensitive. Yeah. Like, mm. Our faces are less sensitive than our underarms. Six Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They're, they're made to last for pretty much any part of the body. So oh, my God. literally shove that shit wherever you want. Any particular brand. You're just changing yeah. the game. No, I'm talking, like, just, like, generic, like... Like, great shit, whatever. Like, like get yes. that shit. So you go, like... Cheeky dust, like a dust of like yeah. in the hand and go. Like, once I see a bit of a shine on my mm. forehead, then I'm like, yep, that's good. Let it dry. Mm-hmm. And then I powder it and then I just put and my foundation over it. Oh, you love that for us. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Because like obviously I have bangs, so that's yeah. such a That's a sweat barrier moment. right It's there. like literally I put my makeup to about just above eyebrow because I know it's just going to melt off anyway. There you go. But that's something. That's really great. I love that. Do you have a showbo secret? Nah. I don't have any secrets. No, you do. A showbo secret. Let's do something about um, the internet. Like uh, about... 
Facebook events or okay. promoting shows or getting annoyed. Like, right. that can be your show boost. Um, okay, so this is something that I've been talking to a lot about the comedy festival shows that have been coming through the Butterfly Club, um, and that is that when you set up a Facebook ad, that mm-hmm. you make sure that instead of everyone in this location, um, that it is everyone Targeted. living in this location. Oh. And you also make sure, particularly in the city of Melbourne, and this is not racist, this is just an actual fact, is that... That is last the, no, that No, that is that the languages selected is people oh, you, who have languages of English. You must select Because your, your ad will be delivered to people who don't speak English, mm-hmm. and particularly in the city of Melbourne, there's a lot of Indian people, a lot of Asian people who don't speak English, yeah. and um, your ad will be delivered to them. They won't Regardless know. of whether they can actually read what your ad says or not, which most of them can, but at the same time, they're probably not the person that's coming to your drag burlesque comedy night situation. So that that's is it. my little little tip. It's just a way. Wow. Uh, the third thing uh, is um, if you do a lifetime budget for your yeah. Facebook ad, um, that instead of just making it all the time, you can actually select when you'd like your ad to be delivered to people. Yeah. And I would say um, between the hours of like 4 p.m. and like 9 p.m. on mm-hmm. weeknights except for Friday night and then oh, Sunday yeah. afternoons because everyone is on their phone on a Sunday afternoon hungover the and feeling sorry for themselves. Just dreading Monday. Dreading Monday and figuring out what their life could be. They may not particularly buy on that particular day but no, they, they will see, see, they see. that ad. <coughs> and sorry, I just potentially to <coughs> tack onto that. Go for it cheeky little like um, uh, audience moment uh, as most people would know you can go into your Instagram you can see where your mm, audience lies uh-huh. at what part of the day is your audience most active so mine or mine sure mine mine, mine my her. audience is most active at 9 a.m specifically really? 9 a.m Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday it got, drops by 1,000 people. Wow. It's normally like about ten thousand. Because they're going to drop by obviously. obviously. I mean, that's why I'm it's not on my Sabbath. phone because I'm worshiping <laughs> somebody. Um, somebody. Somebody. Zara. I mean, obviously, but me. Love you, babe. Uh, <laughs> my wife and my wife. You decide. You decide. Um, Who's you? No, that's the thing. So I often like will go to my Instagram to see like when my own personal kind of followers are active most active. And what's happening? Mm-hmm. So I might run like a couple different ads for like three days at a time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Facebook's trying to tell me that four days is optimum. Mm-hmm. I always found that three days was killer, but I've been trying the four day. I've been trying the four day like boost, little burst of like. Tickets, go, bam. So I'll run one, like, around your 9 a.m.-ish, going yeah. to work, 8 till 9 kind of jam. Then I'll run it in your fucking 4 p.m. till 9 p.m. The thing I would say is that, um, like, with your particular content mm. is that it's very visual. Super and so, visual, yeah. like, people will have a look at it on the way to work and, like, you know, mm-hmm. be like, hey, hey, I've got to go to work. Whereas, like, most of the time I'll post things that are, like, maybe, like, videos of me singing or, like, jokes very or, like, blah, blah, media. And so, like, therefore, yeah. people who are more into that kind of thing will look at it at night time because then yeah. they're at home in their house, they're not actually on the tram, and they can actually you. listen to the thing. So Mine's just, just, like, a sweet fucking picky of me being like, yeah, hello, yeah. Tasty. Morse. Take it. And so, take it. 
But typically buying behaviour mm-hmm. um, happens of an evening because course, people are on evening. their way. Like, so so if you, if you do have a big budget, then definitely, like, if it's visual, deliver in the morning. But if you haven't got a huge budget, then deliver of an evening. And so, therefore, like, the person is at home. They're, if you've got a video attached to it, the they can couch. sit there. They can, they're can they on the couch. They're on the they can train. listen to the sound if there's sound involved. It. If it's, you know, um, like a song or a stand-up set or whatever – um, but even still, if it's not and you don't have that much budget, try and tilt it more towards the nighttime because that's when people have their credit cards out, their partner there to be like, hey, we're going to go to this burlesque show or love do this, this and moment. blah, blah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah, cute. I love that oh. we've, like, turned into this. That's great. Yeah. P.S. Mm. For the producers in the listening realm, um, After Hours Cabaret Club, Red Light Confidential, Highway Robbery Productions and Friends with Benefits, the podcast, we simultaneously run ads along all, what was that, four of those kind of pages. There's been so much, I'm not going to harp on, but so much censorship to do with literally just a woman's Mm -hmm. face, um, foot, whatever. Take away, I learned this the hard way, I was fucking absolutely outraged. I promoted a photo tried to boost an image of After Hours for Adelaide Fringe that had literally no nudity. I actually edited, went in, edited, put new photos in, took out all the nudity. Like, there were people, like, topless and stuff, and I was like, that's not going to fly for an advertisement. I'm going to change it up. They still didn't do it. I took out the words burlesque. I took out the word cabaret. Uh I took out the word debauchery or debaucherous. So there's, like, a few buzzwords. So... Cabaret, burlesque, debauchery, yep. debaucherous. And I think it was shenanigans because I love... Oh, crazy. Randomly putting shenanigans in there. And I pretty much just said, welcome to the um, After Hours Club. <laughs> Boots, welcome tits, to the show. It's sex. a good time. <laughs> yeah. Do you like a Bring nice one? <laughs> Who loves fun? <laughs> All it says is fun. Yeah. <laughs> fun? No, fun? Question mark. Yeah. Fun? Question mark? You? Exclamation point. There we go, 100%. No, I took out all those buzzwords um, and I just put something like, welcome to the After Hours Club, Adelaide, we're back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tickets, yeah. You know, shortened that. Didn't change the photo at all from the non-nudity one. Approved, 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 approved. Everything's approved. So good. Church, my other show, approved. It's called Church. They were offended by that. Oh, yes. Like how dare I used to get such hate mail? So it's about not the church. images; it's just the buzzwords. There it's was the buzzwords. It's that, both. That, 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 well, Honestly, that's something that AI both. can like automatically pick Search up. For. Yeah. yeah. So there's the words that they see, and then there's automatic shapes that are mm. essentially like targeted by their systems. So if there is a naked figure that looks feminine, if there is like I found that it was cleavage the underline of boob. Someone was covering their entire selves, but you could still see the under boob, essentially. Cleavage. Anything that's remotely, I'm a feminine shape, here is it without some clothing on. They're not clean. That's really interesting. So you've got to be really strategic about the way that you So getting your boobs out, Charity. And I use the blur tool on Photoshop all the time to blur out under boob. I'll just blur it so there's no, ah, like, actual crease. All right. Yeah, so I just get the blur tool because, you know, Makes I love being able to Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Blur it out, blur it out, get rid of those terrible words. Everything's fine. Amazing. That's our showbiz secret. So I love that. 
Thank so you. I'm gonna thank go you for sharing. Are you gonna go? Now. You done now? Charity, um, thank you so Charity much for coming. Left. Thank you guys so much. <gasps> I have had a gorgeous time. We have had a gorgeous time. time. You're so time. fucking stunning, and I'm so excited for next so year for you. I'm so glad we could finally make this podcast. <gasps> oh my gosh. Should we tell the tale? Yeah, let's get it. Do you want it? No, you tell the tale. You tell the tale. So essentially, we have been trying to do this podcast for 11 years. Um, I was like 15. I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Years old. It's yeah. been a while. It's, it's been, been a hot men, minute. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, and really every single time that we're like, yep, tonight's the night. It's on. We got the cheese. We got the vino. It's oh, on. It's happening. It happen. One of us will immediately come down with some heinous Something ailment. Something Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I got hit by a car. <laughs> Betty, you know, came down with some, you know, swine flu. It was a lot. Like, and... We had to keep still recovering, recovering, actually. Yeah. So it's tender. I actually never bailed, so I'd just like That's you true. all to know you that never I am the shining me. beacon of podcast reliability. Life. Yeah, that's me, Tash yeah. York, uh, the shining beacon of reliability. <laughs> Put that on a poster. Lol. Um, yeah, if you could see my my face at this point, <laughs> it's I've never seen your eyebrows most, so high. Yeah. My eyebrows just Very literally just went into your my hairline. Yeah, she didn't have eyebrows, and all anymore. I did was rub my lips together, going. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, fab. Um, Charity, what have you got coming up? What what gigs have you got? Anything before the new year or that? early next year? You go to Hobart? Yes, I got Hobart coming up in Jan. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing? Um, 11th and 12th of January. Yes. I'm at the Grand Pooh Bar. Um, Excuse me? The, um, I'm sorry, that is no innuendo. No, I'm no at, innuendo. I'm at the Grand Pooh Bar. Is that um, like Butt Club? Or? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love performing at It's a Pooh um, Bar, though. It's, it's a like bar so tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Maybe I will write that show. Yeah. No? Okay. Do it. I Do shouldn't. It. I will I'll help you. And <laughs> then I'm on in Brizzy um, for the Brisbane Comedy Festival, yes. March 10th to 15th. Love. Yes. At yes. the Powerhouse. It's going to be <gasps> incredible. Oh my God, and then, I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. I'm pumped. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited. Um, and then, obviously, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yes. I'm on pretty much every fucking night. It's going to be. Benoit? I'm at Trades Hall. For um, the Everett Room, which is upstairs, it's Great. a nice space. Yeah, um, going to have some lighting, going to have some music, going to have a bit of an original song. It's going to be a good time. Um, Pretty sure that's where M. We Trez went was last year. No, Wait, what? Sorry, M. Trez was. Yes, no, that's yes. Yeah. like I'm we sure. were at that. Yeah. Pla- I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah, come. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Yeah, I'm going to see it. It's going to be stunning. We're going to have a good time. time. Yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, in the places where you like don't. Clap, don't clap now. And we'll we're like, like, but we love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so good, charity. Yeah. yeah. Drunk women is my. Brand. That's your demo. That's my yeah, that's demo. Entirely. My I demo. set that as my Facebook setting. Go. Like my you and I need secret. to do a double bill. I'm pretty sure we have the same audience. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We'll just spill like, into it. We'll actually, just be either side of the flyer. Like, your audience is charity. Tashuk. Yeah. It's literally like see one, you see them all. Yeah. It's gonna be a whole fucking three hours. Sitting in the crowd like seven bottles of rosé, being like, you guys are um. How do you do it? I love your eye makeup. I love drunk oh women so God. much because they'll be like, you look so beautiful. Oh my God, and I'm like, this, like, I look haggard as shit. But it's like, thank you no. so much. Like, you look incredible. I've the blurrier this. their vision, the better the I look. The better I look. It's, it's like a filter. It's so good. Yeah. It's and that's like, why we look so incredible right I know. Now. Like right now, I just Especially because they all have glasses and they don't wear them out to the theatre. <laughs> 
Bellissima. So it's just like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Know. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going through. That's it. Because I do that. When I go out, I don't wear my glasses. I don't want to seem old. No. Oh. Well, gross. Have you never seen what I look like? No. Fair. I'm wearing my glasses right now. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Where else can we see you, my love? After that time. After that time? Uh, Secret downtime. Yes, so to be explode. decided. It's all TBC. under wraps. Um, <gasps> stuff will be coming. But, yeah, Secret. for the time being, it's all drama queen focused. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I love that for you. I'm also doing um, two nights of a musical that I wrote with some friends of mine, mm, Alice Tovey and um, Margot Tanhooko and Hayley Tantau. We're performing Polygamy, Polygamy You. Um, oh, an original Sorry, musical. Sorry, that was too much of a reaction. That was a lot. It's all just come together. Yeah, that's. I didn't realize that you were a part of that. Yes, I saw. That's us. You know, a while ago, before I met you, I saw the poster and the the names and the things, and I was like, that looks wild. Yeah, it what is a cute wild. time! It's I didn't in... know that. That's great. Yeah, I wrote that with my friends, and it's, <gasps> we're very, very proud of it, and we're performing it at Town Hall. Um, yeah, on Wednesdays oh God, during go. Comedy Festival. Let's go. Yes, one hundred percent. We couldn't do it during. Com- um, Comedy? French. French. No, yeah. but we'll, yeah. Mm. We'll, be there. we'll be there. Yeah. We'll be there. Um, Where, what do you got? What do you got going on? I'm also going to Hobart. Um, yes, we're going to hang out. Yes, we're going to hang out. We just discovered that this afternoon. Yeah. We're very happy. Um, I'm going to be doing winefulness in Hobart, and um, I'll be at the Polish Club, which is also the Joker's Comedy Lounge um, on a Wednesday. That's um, so suiting. Yeah, I'm mm. a bit of a joker. Um, so I'll be there on the Friday and Saturday night, um, and I'm also, <laughs> before that, hosting the Red Light Confidential New Year's <laughs> Eve party, which is going to be... The best. It's going to be so good. It's going to be actually really yeah, good. Yeah, like, and then, I'm like, there'll be, like, excited. Christmas and shit in between. And I don't then, want to freak anyone out, but I have some more performance to announce. Oh, fuck, what? I literally haven't even told you who these yeah, people are. Yeah, no, this is what happens It's, like, genuine shock mm-hmm. for Tash. Like, Tash knows my blood type, and I don't even know mm-hmm. what that is. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you had one, and I, you know it, so that's You're cool. a vampire. Um, well, I mean, that's the answer yeah. to the blood type, but that's fine. Great. Yeah, we have more performers to announce. So Who don't, like, they? freak out. You're not doing it on here? No, it's fine. You're not doing it? Yeah, I'm also going to Hobart. <laughs> Join us. Hobart. I'm just going to go to Hobart and do my um, comedy She's show. She's invited. She's invited. When is Hobart? Yeah. Um, the 10th. I know. 10th and the 12th. I'm, I'm getting there on the, the fringe I'm at the edge, like, of the, world. At the edge of the fringe world. Fringe at the edge of the world. Fringe at the end of the world. Fringe Yeah, it it's is It's a mouthful, but it's, it's a good name. Jillian English, who runs the fringe at the edge of the world, gets very mad when people call it fringe yes, she at does. the that was actually in the like side packet. of the world or fringe at the fringe at the end of the end, world. End, yeah. that's what it was. Because in this post-apocalyptic era, yeah, people yeah. think it's like end of the world, but it's like no, it's a locational thing. It's to do with Cassie being world. at the bottom of the world. Correct. That's um, gonna be good information for when I'm there. So thanks. Yeah. No, no, no. That's how you can find tips. it. That's, That's how you can get to just go to the bottom of the earth. Yeah, I'm just coming. It's fine. Can you please come? It'll be really fun. Test oh, is it? This. Are you invited? Yeah, you can come. Am I invited? Yeah, you can sleep I in I didn't my think bed. I was invited. All right, cool. So that's cool. Don't worry about it. I'm um, actually really busy though. Charity day. work. You are amazing. Work. Thank you so much for coming along it tonight. It was so glad that we finally got to do this. Yeah, we did it. And no one was sick. No one got hit by a car. It was great. Yeah. I mean, I'm still technically sick, and probably so are you now. Yeah. But we did a great. I'm a little podcast. bit sickening. Ew.
Hi, friends. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Friends with Benefits. We hope you had just as much fun as we did hanging out with the gorgeous charity work, getting things all comedy, drag and all that lives in between. Make sure you go and check her out in her Melbourne International Comedy Show, Drama Queen. She's also got some dates all around the country, so make sure you find her online and check her out in real life. What? Real life? Crazy. As always, like, subscribe and tell your friends about us on the internet. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.